Warning, the following podcast features views and opinions that are not representative of the collective views of the Whispers <laughs> groups. Some of these views may not be suitable for children. Accordingly, the producers and hosts of the Missy AE podcast must insist that no one attempt to take anything that is being said as representative of the views of any of the Whispers groups. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of the Missy AE podcast. Tonight, we bring to you another version of our Survivor 41 recap show, uh, obviously, by the sound of my voice. I am not Jim. Uh, he is not going, well, more than likely, he will not be here tonight as he is currently uh, preparing for his, well, let's just say it's going to be a very uncomfortable uh, next day or so for him as he uh, prepares to undergo uh, a cleansing, I guess, if we want to put it that way. But uh, he does uh, he does send his love and uh, thank yous to everybody who uh, who sent him well wishes. Uh, so for the next three hours, unfortunately, you guys are stuck with me as uh, as the host. Um, we have a lot to get to. We saw one survivor last night quite potentially blow their game apart, blow their game to smithereens, pretty much. Uh, we saw a hunt for the idol, which honestly only consisted of one person, and that person left anyways. So why even bother showing it, I guess? Uh, obviously, Danny ended up being the person to go last night. Uh, <laughs> a, a fan favorite, I believe, uh, from from this season and it seems that the the mass exodus of the all black alliance continues as this makes it now i believe three straight members of the all black alliance are have now left uh could there be possibly a fourth straight with how deshaun completely blew up his game last night it seems uh Plus, we'll dive into what Danny said about some things that were actually happening that weren't shown on the show. And this just this just further goes to show just exactly how screwy the edit is this season. Uh, plus, of course, we will get into, I'm sure, what a lot of people noticed last night. The uh, the narrative has now gone from being about race to now being about race and gender. So we will get into that as well. But if you guys want to join us, uh, if you're listening in and uh, if you're subscribed to the Missy AE podcast, and even if you're not, you can do so by subscribing to uh, Missy AE at uh, either iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or on Blog Talk Radio by going to blogtalkradio.com slash AE. You'll get access to all of our shows that we have either done in the past or that we will do in the future. Uh, but if you do want to call in, you can call in at 657-383-1308 or join us in our live chat room where Tim is currently uh, at blogtalkradio.com slash missy ae 
Uh, currently on the line, we have Melissa, we have Reggie, we have Eddie, and we have JB joining us to start off the show. And, I mean, Eddie, let's start with you because it's, you know, I, 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 I talk about the edit, and one of the biggest things that really stuck out to me last night was – it seems like now, all of a sudden, in order to prepare the audience for a potential female winner, they've now shifted the topic from race to race and gender. I agree. I mean, I, I totally agree with everything you said. The, the edit, this is the worst edit they've ever done. I mean... It's it's ridiculous. Uh, they're not showing us anything. They're showing us. They're they're very manipulative in what they are showing us. Uh, it's just it's it's just all over. I mean, you can't really know what's going on because one week they they pull one part of the edit and it makes you think one thing, and they're not showing us. They're 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 giving us false information, and it's constant. Uh, it's really ridiculous. I mean, it's again, this is the worst season ever. It's I don't I don't like it at all, and it's sad because I do like the people, and I'm really tired of this whole race thing going on. Uh, it's ridiculous. Survivor shouldn't be about race. Shouldn't be about color. It's like Russell Hunt said. You know, it's what's going to happen after uh, after 42 when people know what happened. 43, they're going to come in and they're going to annihilate anybody that's that's color. They're just going to get rid of them quick. Uh, you know, they're not going to allow that to happen. The players are going to be wise to it. Uh, CBS is really shooting themselves in the foot. This is, I mean, they're taking something that's tried and true and, and works and destroying it. Uh, it's just, it's really, well, you know how I feel, Steve. I don't, I and yeah. I'm sure everybody else feels the same way too. I totally agree. What they did, too, how they Deshaun, how they edited him last night, and all of a sudden Heather is the word, the the, the woman of wisdom, and uh, Erica and Heather were, were shown. You know, I mean, they were. I mean, look at it. You you see that she is working behind the scenes. You see, she has a. a at least we are we're led to believe. Xander and her have an, uh, uh, an agreement of some sort. Uh, Deshaun was edited to be a fool last night. Uh, you're totally right there. Uh, you know, he shot himself in the foot. And all of a sudden, Ricardo looks like he's got a fucking halo on his head. Uh, you know, and he's, he is playing a good game, at least we're led to believe. And then what you posted today about Xander, that nobody saw him as a threat, Basically, I don't know if you posted that or whoever posted it. Then Danny said he they didn't see him as a threat. Uh, you know, you go, what? Now are we being misled in the edit there? Is Xander really an idiot? Uh, and everything we believe about him isn't real? Uh, again, it's, I don't understand, Steve, why they're editing the way they are. We don't have any idea. We don't know what to put any faith in. We're being led around like chickens to the slaughter. Our 
I feel like a fucking cow getting ready to get slaughtered and just walk in circle, you know? Uh, I mean, it's, what do you think? Am I crazy? Am I talking out of my ass? No. What do y'all think? No, it's, 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 it's really, really strange, the fact that they've now edited. It's weird. The way they edited Ricard last night, they edited him on one point to, okay, maybe he's a potential winner, to, okay, he's probably the biggest obstacle for the eventual winner to overcome because of the fact that everybody has been, has just been so stupid enough to not, you know, to, to, to not, take a shot at him like they had the opportunity to last week and instead go after somebody like uh, like Liana. Uh, let me add this number real quick. Austin, is this you? Uh, yep, it's me. <laughs> yeah, right, good. I will... I will mark uh, I will mark you down officially on the see a new thing with the blog talk uh, with the blog talk uh, switchboard here. I actually get to label who everybody who each number is now. So, uh, yeah, you know the edit it seemed it, it seemed really weird because we were start we were being led to believe that okay maybe Ricard. Uh, could be potential winner material, which I know uh, I know Melissa is just at the sight of <laughs> at the sight of that. Um, and then now that you think of it, though, with with the with the narrative being switched from from race to race and gender last night that it kind of makes mm. you think that it's probably more likely that a woman is going to win this season and that whoever takes out Ricard, whether it be Erica or uh, the cold chance in hell that Heather does, <laughs> uh, you know, they're probably going to end up being the winner. I, I mean, Melissa. You know, you're you've been a uh, an avid hater of Ricard this season, uh, and you've pretty you've pretty much uh, made your feelings known about it on the on the podcast. What were your thoughts about last night's edit? Did it seem like Ricard was being prepped for for somebody who? you know, they had chances to get rid of, but now they may not be able to? Oh, I think they're going to get rid of him. I, I think they're going to get rid of him. They're going to, wa- they're going to wipe that smug look right off his face. Because I don't think he makes it to the end. I don't think that he makes it. I don't think he's going to make it to the end, thank God. Um, I know I texted you, but I didn't get a response. As soon as he won that challenge, I was like, damn it. Damn. Oh, that made me so mad. Yeah, I'm sorry about that, by the way. I was way way too focused on taking notes uh, at the time. So sorry that I didn't reply, but... uh, I mean, I had a whole note note page for tonight that I I was busy jotting things down because... You know how yeah. the Survivor episode goes. They they don't give you any time whatsoever. 
uh, <laughs> to jot stuff down. But yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think the guy is is playing a good game. If his mm-hmm. attitude was just a little bit different outside of the game, I wouldn't have as much of a problem with him as I do. But I I just don't like his attitude outside the game. I, I don't I like his attitude. Go ahead, Melissa. I'm sorry. No, no. I also think that Erica proved herself to be worthy of the win because everybody wanted to get rid of Deshaun, and she did not. And she went around and made sure that Danny was the one that went. So kudos to her. Um, now, because Kansas is not on yet, right? Nope. She uh, she probably won't join us until the second hour, more than likely. Okay. We were all thinking that Tiffany was the one that was going to win the game. And then Jim made a, a point that said maybe they got her confused with Heather. Maybe it was the older woman or whatever. If Heather wins, I swear, I swear, oh, my God, because they have not been showing her game at all. They haven't been showing her making any kind of moves at all. So I don't know. If she wins, that means bitter, bitter jury. Well, you know, as Jim put it, as Jim put it on Twitter last night, Heather has a game. <laughs> right. What game? Yeah. <laughs> but again, we don't show her game. It's like you just said. We don't know uh, what she's done. Yeah. Well, ju- judging from uh, all the, ju- judging from from all of the uh, word associations that have been given out. There's a lot of people that apparently hate Heather, except for Danny. Danny called her nicer. I, I, I forget what, I forget what word he used for, uh, for her, but, um, Oh, he said she's a good person, which, you know, there's, I mean, that's okay. She's a good person, but she didn't really do anything in the game. So, and she's probably, she probably hasn't given them any content to the point of where last night was her first confessional in what, a month, a month and a half maybe? And she got like what, three or four? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I mean, just, they, they all of a sudden they start highlighting her and Erica, just like Steve said at the start. Yeah, JB, didn't that kind of lead you to believe that maybe perhaps Heather might have been a potential surprise boot last night with all of this all of a sudden she was getting such a huge spike in airtime? It makes you think so, yeah. Because you never saw anything about uh, you know, Heather and her moves and then all of a sudden last night they start uh you know, focusing on Heather, and it's like, I wonder if she's gonna. I wonder if she's gonna go. And I don't know. I'm. 
I'm I'm like uh, I'm like Eddie this uh, season. You know, it's just totally. Oh, uh, people are just flip flopping around. I don't think. I think there's only maybe a few of these uh, survivors that actually. I don't want to say no. The only thing I can say is know how to uh, actually play the game. There's only been a select few, really, right. that have actually have actually shown that they deserve to to be on a season. You know that they uh, are actually there for the money instead of you know wandering around aimlessly. Uh, or basically being followers as opposed to being leaders, and you know it's it's very easy to point to, to point out exactly, uh, you know who those people were this entire season. You know, spanning all the way from the very beginning, you could kind of tell, uh, you know, even those who have been eliminated, who was actually there to play the game. And who was there just to just to get some exposure? Right. I, Re- Reggie, what are your what are your thoughts? Because you know you jo- you joined us late last night uh, for the uh, for the live chat, uh, but you know you've been uh, you've been on here with us uh, every week. You know, uh, help helping us break down uh, everything that we see. I mean, how can we really sum up this season to up to this point? Up to this point, it's been nothing but crap. Um, I don't there like Ricard. I do not like Ricard. He is greasy. He looks blind. He looks sneaky. Um, I, I guess you know. I just don't. I don't like his hair. I mean, there's just everything about him I don't care for. He could go <laughs> sit behind the bush, and I would never miss him. Heather, oh, my God. Uh, you know, <laughs> talk what? about his hair, okay? He's constantly wearing it up in the man bun. Man bun, man bun, man bun, he is man, not bun even man bun. A... And, then, and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden oh, last night gorgeous. at Tribal Council, he's got it down, and he's, you know. I about spit out my soda. Like, what the hell was that? I know they asked him like a healing. Look at my hair. Some Greek myth. Yes, yes. I kept expecting him to take his left hand and feather through it, you know, and shake his head. I was like, I'm going to barf here pretty soon. So then, um, I'm sorry. Maybe I, I should. Maybe I should hold back or not hold back or whatever you say. I'm, I'm goofy. Um, but I think Heather. I think Heather is was just filler last night. I don't feel she's going to win. I don't think she has a game. I think she thinks she's out there playing tag on the merry-go-round. You know, she's just having the best time being away from reality, and she really feels she's doing something special, which in her mind she is, you know. Um, I, I, I feel Erica is taking it all. I think Xander may get third. People are going to hold a grudge against Xander. I think that he's burned a lot of bridges. 
that nobody calls out his idol. Everybody else's damn idol and advantage well, and extra write down. All that's out in the open. Here's a Xander sitting like the little school kid getting straight well, A's and teacher's pet. Well, oh, do you want me to stop? Well, no, I'm just, I, I was just going to interject here and say the reason why nobody is calling him out about his idol is because they don't view him as a threat or, or as playing a good game. And Danny actually said that, that everybody wouldn't mind carrying him to the end which makes absolutely no sense. It makes absolutely no sense whatsoever based off of the edit that he's been given, which granted Jim did say last week that he's been given the... I mean, I agree with everything all you are saying. Uh, I mean, they had Ricard as if he was some Greek hero last night, the way they edited him. I mean, I felt he was going to have wings on his heels or something. But... uh, and that yeah, hair flowing really, when he blew. I know. It was really interesting how they edited. And, I mean, not, he is playing like Steven, y'all. He's playing an incredible game. At least that's what we're, again, we're, it's what we're being shown. We don't really know the facts. I the don't think he's playing a game Steve at all. Said, well, see, but that's how they're showing him in the edit. Now, but, but Steve yeah. hit it on the nail. Like Danny said we're releasing that, that no one saw Xander as a threat. But we're being led that Xander's the golden boy uh, in the edit. But all of a sudden, Danny says no one saw him as a threat. We'll take him to the end. That's not how they're editing it. We're not, again, it's just a stupid, stupid edit. And, I mean, I know we all dislike certain people and all, but we're being led around, like I said from the start, cattle to the slaughter. We, we don't really you know have what, any though? idea. I don't think I'm going to remember anybody but Ugly Ricard because he's so ugly and that hair is so nasty. <laughs> uh, I will not probably hair. remember Heather. <laughs> I, like two seasons from now, I'll go, who? What? Oh, yeah, she was She was <clears throat> like, she's so white that she blended into the, the where the ocean meets the sky. She just blends in. I, I just, but you know, I mean, you do have to, you do have to say the cast, the, this cast, they do know they're survivors. I mean, they're saying stuff from other seasons. It's just yeah. they're put out there on 26 days. They're getting thrown twist out of their rear ends. They don't know what to but, do. They're starving. But they're not. They're, they're very hungry. And now the new twist, they threw them on a place with no food and a new play, a new new island. You know what? What the fuck is all of this? I mean, these poor well, listen, people, I, feel, I even feel sorry for Ricard. I feel sorry for I, all the final five right now. I think that when they were in quarantine, they were given videos of past survivors and cheat sheets, and that's how they know. You can't tell me this whole crew, this whole crew knows all about past, every past survivor. Oh, hell no. I will not buy that. What else are you going to do for no. 14 days in, in quarantine? You might be right there. I didn't thought about that. Yeah. Austin, what are your what are your thoughts on on last night's show? Because it seemed like they're building up they're building up Ricard in two different ways. Either he could be a he could be a potential winner, or he could be the big obstacle 
that the eventual winner will have to overcome next week during the uh, during the the two hour, well technically three hour finale because they'll have the reunion show immediately after, uh, and then we're being show, we're being shown that uh, you know the integration of not just not just the the race. Uh, talk, but also it's turned from race talk into race and gender discussion. Now all of a sudden, so Austin, what are your what are your thoughts on on what we saw last night? Uh, yeah, so with her card, it's it's kind of interesting because like I feel like there's no in between with him and his head that he gets uh, from episode to episode. Like he gets a lot of a content that just paints him as a big villain and like someone who people wouldn't want to see win. But then there's like all the people saying, Oh, he's going to challenge it. He's been making moves. Uh, he's been strategic. Like he would win if it makes it to the end. I, so it's like, it's cut. It's kind of interesting. Cause like typically as of lately, uh, winners have been painted in a more, a positive light, so I'm I'm hesitant to say that I think he can win. Um, and then in terms of like uh, the new climate of uh, like uh, the people of color and the women, like I I I think uh, just the way it's just the way the world has changing and like how it's being reflected on Survivor and especially like. This like uh, this uh, season, like uh, the past six seasons, have been won by men. Like I, I had a feeling that this season, if if there was any time for like a female winner, I had a feeling a lot of people would push for it. And then, um, in terms of like uh, all the talk talks of race, I I think. I think it was a good move by network to integrate um, the 50% uh, BIPOC rule because uh, now it's, it's, I, I get, I get why, um, because like uh, if there's only like say three or four people of color, then typically at least maybe one or two of them would be easy targets. And I, they're, they're the way they're casting now. They're trying to get away with that. I, I do, I do think I, I hope eventually it just gets to a point where this is a natural, and as as society continues to grow, like I, I know a lot of people are accepting of it, but um, just uh, it's it it just uh, I feel like uh, the next step is just kind of like to naturally accept people despite uh, gender or race and just people can just play the game as equals, I feel. So. Or doesn't it ultimately it's not going to happen. We know that in tribal council, they're going to make it a black issue. They're going to bring in race yep. and they're going to bring in the, the sexuality to which we already know that. So yep, we know exactly, that tribal that's council, what... the final one is going to be a, a horror show. So yeah, that's what that's what uh, that's what Jim even uh, if if anybody was paying attention to his Twitter uh, last night, that's exactly what Jim further reinforced 
Hello. Was that it's you know it's gonna. Hey, you're you're it, cutting. I not, can't it, hear anything. Is it? It's cutting in and am out. Am I coming? Am I coming? Am I coming yeah. in clear? You're, you're it's cutting yeah. in and out. We're hearing you, and then all it's, of a sudden you're out, and then you're back in. I don't know if you need the to same, restart is the, is the pod the same or what. Is it the same for anybody else? Is it the same for everybody? It's all right, but. Uh, you're fine for me, Steve. Yeah, you're fine for yeah. me. You were all Maybe. right until last, oh, I guess, about uh, uh, 10, 15 seconds. Yeah, that's what had happened for me, too. Do we need to, Steve, do we need to cut off, go off and come back on? Uh, you know what? Melissa, why don't you take over the discussion? Uh, I will swap in and out and... Uh, hopefully, I get whatever whatever problem is uh, is happening right now. Uh, hopefully, that will fix it. Okay. Um, you know, I I was going to bring this up last week, and then I forgot. I was watching the Shan Ponderosa. Did you know that she has MS? Yeah, yeah, I, I think no. you mentioned that. that. Yeah, I, I yeah, knew I'd that. that she mentioned it on the show. I didn't hear it, but I, I just thought, wow, because she was telling, um, I can't remember who she was talking to, and she says, I just wanted to let you know that I have MS, and I'm like, what? Yeah, huh, she, I didn't she know that. Re- that, released that in one of the other uh, spoiler sites. That was that was talked about. Um, I yeah, but it, yeah, they didn't say it on yeah, but it has been mentioned on other sites. Huh. All right. How am I? How am I? Yeah. Now? I, I can how, hear you. How am please. I now? Am I am I am I coming in better, Eddie? Yeah, you're coming in better. You know, too. You know what? Uh, talking about Sean, it's tribal council. Did you notice how the jury? Is separated already. That Tiffany's to the side, and the others are over there. It's like a contingency already. It's it's we're being shown what's going to happen at that final tribal council. You know, it's it's ridiculous. You know, I did find it interesting yeah. too that uh, watching the Ponderosa videos. It seemed like everything focused around the All Black Alliance, as opposed to well, once I should say once once Shan and Liana and last night Danny uh, came into Ponderosa, it seemed like uh, it seemed like the attention started to shift more towards the Black Alliance, and we only got we only got what Shan, Danny, and Liana were feeling and Evie mm-hmm. and Tiffany and Nasir were pretty much shoved over to the side. <laughs> I haven't even been able to watch any of the Ponderosa's videos because I think the first one, I don't know. I don't remember who was booted first, um, but it just, I didn't like the format. So I haven't seen any of them now and I wouldn't watch Shams anyway because she irritated me to death. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I, 
this whole crew is irritating. Well, not Nasir. He's really nice. I mean, I like him, and he was kind of funny. But, you know, I don't know. But they I mean, stereotyped him last night, too, the way they edited him. Look at it. They're making him out like, don't trust anybody. I'm poor persecuted. Uh, I'm going to turn on everybody. Uh, you know, they stereotyped the whole edit on him. Yeah. yeah, it's really it's really weird how they presented the edit this season to the point of where you can almost feel like there's an ulterior motive at play with how they're presenting certain players. And I mean, you can you can tell that a storm is brewing right now to where once you know, you know, I I wouldn't be shocked at all at this point with uh, with the edit seemingly pointing towards a female winner, and with the edit also pointing towards you know, like I mentioned earlier, it shifted the tone shifted from race to race and gender. Honestly, in my opinion, that pretty much that pretty much opens the doors completely for Erica with whoever is there with her in the final three, whether it's Xander, maybe potentially Heather. I mean, hell, Xander and Heather, hell, even Deshaun after he shot himself in the face uh, <laughs> last night. Although, honestly, you know, I wouldn't be shocked if Deshaun goes next after mm-hmm. uh, well, after pretty much committing game suicide last night with his truth mm. bomb. No, it'll be it, it'll be Ricard <laughs> first. I think. I don't know. I think Ricard probably wins immunity because I think the I think we may come down to a point where maybe perhaps again uh, <clears throat> we may come we may come down to a point perhaps where kind of like what happened in Edge of Extinction when Chris ended up winning immunity, final immunity, and then he gave it up in order to try and take out the one person who stood the biggest threat to him winning a million dollars. I would not be shocked at all if we potentially see Erica win, uh, you know, win final immunity and then potentially give it up in order to, Again, this is all a what if scenario. Uh, not sure, yeah. To maybe, per, to maybe perhaps face Ricard if Deshaun isn't there, because uh, everything has been teased to being Deshaun versus Erica in Fire. If Ricard ends up winning that first immunity, it could potentially be Erica versus Ricard at Fire. Because uh, they have released press photos already, and one of the press photos in particular has Ricard, Heather, and Xander all practicing making fire. Mm-hmm. Uh. Who is it? Who's true. making fire? Ricard, Erica, and who? No, You're right. Ricard. I forgot about that. You're Ricard, right. Ricard, Ricard, Heather, and Xander 
are all practicing <laughs> making fire. Either that or Oh no, where's Erica? Either that or it could it could be some well, I think it's uh, another thing too is this uh shot from uh from the press release could potentially also be uh from them basically getting to the new camp that they have to uh you see that's that's another thing that I that I absolutely hate about this season is okay you guys have been uh you know we want to we want to keep the twists coming so you guys have been living all at this at this merge camp for ever since merge you know what just to make things so much harder on you these next <laughs> these final 3 days let's have you guys go and and start off completely anew on a new island build a new shelter make a new fire you know it's it's possible that might be where the photo is from as well and uh by the way we have added canvas uh officially on the line hi canvas Hello. 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 I agree, Steve. That was so shitty to do to them. Unbelievable. Yeah. Now, Steve, remember too, we were we were told earlier in the season that when Erica won was was put on that island, to remember that she made fire. They made a point of showing her making fire. That she Mm -hmm. wins the final fire thing. That's what it was pointing to. But we don't know for sure because we've been let all over the place, but we were right. kind of spoiled that. We were spoiled that Erica wins the fire. So, but you know what? Let me, let me bring, let me bring up, uh, since you're, you're just coming in, Kansas, let me bring up this hypothetical to you. Because of what we were shown last night and how Ricard seemingly has been built up to be Honestly. You know, with a with a combination with a combination of Deshaun shooting himself in the face, uh, yeah. effectively ending his game, and Ricard <laughs> being sh- being built up last night as this massive Goliath. That I know it's down, crazy, you guys. Could could we potentially see another or or, or a rerun of Edge of Extinction where? Chris ended up winning final immunity, but he ended up giving it to somebody else in order to take out Rick Devins, the one guy who was standing uh, in his way to potentially win a million dollars. Could we see something like, say, Erica wins final immunity if, if Ricard is there at the final four? She wins final immunity. She gives it to, I don't know, Heather. And we see Erica take on Ricard because don't you think that they, the way they built up Ricard last night, that it has to lead to some major payout or some major payoff. I mean, they were making it look like then that he could possibly be the winner. It was crazy. Yeah. But at the same time, no, the, the the thing is, nobody has ever really been built up that way. The way, specifically the way he was built up last night, how everybody should have should have gotten rid of him when they had the chance. I, this is this is what's you bad, know. Steve. Exactly, this is what's bad because they had a chance to get him out last week. And we've seen this happen before. 
you know, with different games, too. If you don't get these players out at the right time, they could end up possibly winning the damn game. And they had every shot to get him out last week. And it's one of those, oh, no, we can get him out this week deals. Well, that didn't happen now, did it? So, I mean. Nope. That I mean, that's what, that's what it was looking. I don't want to see that in. happen, but that's kind of what it was looking like last night. It was like watch Ricard end up winning this damn game, and that would suck. Well, the one thing we haven't interjected is that how much is CBS influencing the the cast? Now we know that that we were fed even to Jim. Jim was fed false information. Uh, yeah, we know right. that CBS has has told these has these people like cattle, and we don't know what they've told them to say and what they haven't told them to say. CBS has led them, this cast, around like sleep, sheep to the slaughter, and they're following it for, for the hope to get back on. Who knows what the reason is, but CBS has their nose on this big time. Two, like, did y'all notice that when Ricard won, it was the first time ever they did above shot down, like God putting his hands on his head? That's the first time I've ever seen them do that to a winner. The camera was above him, and it was shooting down as I put the, the necklace on him. Uh, that was the first time they've ever edited that way. Uh, and I went, what the hell? Is this they're, they're doing him like God's blessed child? Okay. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> <laughs> you know the way? The way I'm kind of looking at it, I'm looking, I'm looking at it like this. They're building up Ricard to be this huge threat, and especially, you know, I bring up, I bring up Erica being the potential person to take him out in fire because a, if obviously, you know, the big thing that's been discussed all season long is, you know, Deshaun versus Erica uh, in fire because of all of the hints that we've been given, not just by Jim, but also by the edit earlier this season when uh, Deshaun said, you know, to Erica at, at the Luvu camp, if you need anybody to beat that fire, it, it would be me. Well, considering how Deshaun completely shot himself, committed game suicide essentially last night by, uh, you know, pretty much – leaking out what he uh, what he had said in a conversation with Erica all at tribal what if say Deshaun is the first boot uh out of the final 5 and say Ricard ends up winning immunity at final 5 and thus that forces them to to boot out Deshaun then final 4 Considering the fact that last night's edit, like we, like we, or last night's narrative, switched from being about race to being about race and gender, and how a woman has ne- hasn't won the game in years, could we potentially see Erica make make her her permanent stamp on the game by? Pulling a Chris Underwood, winning immunity, giving it to somebody else, and then beating Ricard, the Goliath. I just at, don't uh, see I, it. I mean, I, I might be surprised. I really, I mean, me personally, I don't see it at all. So this whole game baffles me. But it also, was I the only one that was surprised that Danny got the boot over Deshaun? 
No, I was. I was shocked. I was surprised. Well, they I made t- it clear that if Gurney made it to the final three, he wins. His social game, he didn't he didn't screw anybody. Uh, I mean, that was strategic to take him out because if he made it to final three, he would win it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's the reason why. Okay. I just didn't yeah, and, get and it. Also, that makes sense, Eddie. And, and, definitely. And also, you know, you know, a lot of a lot of people have said on on Twitter that. Uh, a real big indicator was last week when Danny, you know, had that segment about his, about his father, and you know how him winning immunity it, it felt like it was he was finally coming full circle on the game, and a lot of people felt that that is where he peaked, basically, and that you know that was essentially his journey. Uh, you could almost say that he had a journey at it to where, okay. you know, he, he, he went out there, he gave it a hundred percent. He just ended up coming up short, which obviously is what happened last night. And I mean, I, I was I disappointed. Truthfully, I, I really like Danny. I think it's abundantly clear based off of what we've seen from all of the uh, jurors exit interviews that, if Danny were to have made it to the end, he probably would have won hands down. He would have won. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. It still bumps me out that it makes sense, I guess. He's been given but, the nicest edit of anybody. I mean, the whole season, he's been given just a beautiful edit. He's a really so, nice guy. Well, mm-hmm. we are led to believe that. I think he is, but... Again, it's the edit. We don't know. We, Yeah, we all are led to believe he's a really nice guy, and I think he is. I like him. I really like him. But, again, he's gotten this edit that has been, you know, on the second golden boy. Uh, Xander and him are getting a beautiful edit. Mm-hmm. Xander also is a nice guy. Well, Some are just nice people. Danny coming back. Truthfully, if I didn't know all this crap behind the scenes with Ricard, I would think he was a nice person too. I really would. If I didn't know all this crap and all the and all the stuff he's been pulling, you know, with the fans, I would think differently of him too. Keep in mind with what Jim said with what Jim said last podcast that Xander has basically been given an edit to where he should have won. But he's basically being given the Ozzy, Malcolm, Joe type of edit to where people will want to see him come back. And I, yeah, I'd love to see uh, him win. Kansas, I don't know if you read the exit interviews that Danny uh, no. that were released about Danny today, but he said uh-uh. that the reason why the reason why nobody has really bothered. Uh, in regards to Xander and Xander's idol is because he isn't really seen as much of a threat. Well, geez, because... then, I mean, he should have, he should win then. <laughs> no, no. And he should he, go to the end and win. Seen... The, fa- the fact that he isn't seen as much of – wait a minute. I'll fi- let me find the, me yeah, find the, the jury... actual quote. Wow. The jury doesn't give it any merit. They don't see him as, and when they yeah. go into the, the final tribal council. 
They don't yeah, give him so there. So he says oh, so they don't look at him as a good player then? Is that what you're saying, Eddie? Well, he, he, They're yeah, not really so seeing him as a great player? They, they see him as a goat that has just been led along by other people. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. That's not good. He, said, he says it here. If you watch the jury and you hear what people say about him, a lot of people did not respect the game he was playing. A lot of people huh. thought that when he stepped out of the challenges that it was for show and it wasn't because he really cared. So mm-hmm. as the game goes on, you're like, this guy's not an issue. Why are we worried about the idol? A lot of people want to go sit at the end with Xander so they can explain <laughs> how they played a better game than he did. So it just became a non-issue, which is why I went to him and said, hey, we need to vote out Heather. We never thought about voting out Xander at this last tribal council because he's a good guy to take to the end, and he can also help us beat Ricard. So it would have worked out for us two times. And a lot of times a player like that can squeak by and win too. But what the what 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 he's trying to say though is that no, but literally absolutely nobody saw him as deserving to win the game. But then last week they were talking about everyone hating Heather and where I don't and I'll be honest with y'all, I don't where I do not see her as a good player. I'm not seeing this. I'm seeing her getting along with people. So I'm real confused with that story too. Honestly, Steve, I'm not seeing we're this. We're not being shown what she's doing. We're not being shown. Uh but, but, know, but looking at her in her interactions, though, with the other tribe mates, she's getting they're along with them. It. The only thing they're showing is that she and Xander have some sort of agreement. That's the only thing we're being shown. Her and Deshaun had a good heart-to-heart. It looks like her and Erica are getting along really well. <laughs> so, I've, and her and Danny were getting. I mean, I'm just I'm waiting to see where do I see where they hate her so much. And I'm not seeing this, you guys. I just and, I don't get it. And you know, could, I think could this John uh, and uh, Leanna hate her? I don't think they like her. Uh, that's where it's going to show out, come out. I mean, what what about what about you, Austin? What do you think about? Because uh, we're you know we're talking about the edits that both Xander has gotten and Danny has gotten this season. Uh, especially with the fact that Danny, a lot of people, a lot of jurors believe that had he gotten to the end, he probably would have won hands down. Does it seem like certain players were edited this season to where, you know, they're basically try, they're trying to appeal to the audience of, okay, we want to see the, you know, the fans want to see these people return for another season. Uh, yeah, with, like... uh, with, um, with Xander, um, they, it really feels like that the final 11 of both, when they split the boat between Xander and Tiffany, like why, it doesn't make sense why they would vote Tiffany out when, like, Xander is the bigger threat in, uh, challenges. And he has an idol, but like the Danny saying what he did. Um, is my audio okay? By the way, I'm hearing my echo. 
Yeah, it happens who, to me every now and then too. I don't I don't know where that's coming from, but uh, I mean you're 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 sounding fine on my end. Okay. Um. Um. So, and then with uh Danny, like Danny, because like this was the first episode where he he got any vote any votes all season, and so for like a player like that to be to come in as such a physical threat, um. Just you, you could just tell he was really likable, and um, just the edit that they showed him, he he was a likable guy, and uh, uh, so I I definitely do think uh, those two, if they had a fan favorite vote, like those two would be in contention for it. Um, but I I think that's that's ultimately what. It, it is surprising to see, like, because they have been painting Xander on the show as more likable uh, and more of a threat than he's actually been viewed as to the players. And even even da- uh, Danny, I feel like, if anything, there was, like, a lot more they could have shown for him. Like, I know a lot of the strategy they, they, sh- they were showing from, like, Shan and Ricard's point of view, so... I feel like if anything, uh, Danny, they could have shown a lot more of, but you could you could tell that you could tell he was uh, if if Ricard what didn't win immunity, he, Danny. If Danny's in the final five, he has a good chance of uh, winning a, the last few challenges and pros, probably winning the game. So. Yeah, you know, he even said in his exit. Uh, I thought it was very interesting to watch because if you listen to a lot of people's exit interviews and you see how I interacted with people, you would see that I actually had a lot of close relationships. Now, me, Heather, and Erica weren't really that close. We were on Luvu for a while, so we kind of butted heads because I was on the side of Sydney. But I made a lot of close relationships out there. Tiff, Evie, Xander, of course. Of course, Shan and Liana. Uh, I haven't seen anybody who said anything opposite of that. So it was very interesting to see uh, that uh, wasn't shown when it comes of when it when it comes to uh, you know Deshaun being shown as being as making more close bonds with people compared to Danny because mm-hmm. the two of them you know were a duo this season. And yet they showed Deshaun making close bonds with other people, but yet they didn't show Danny making close bonds with other people. Like, uh, you know, like like Jim said previously, that uh, Danny was a lot closer to Xander than what's really been shown. So, you know, you're right. It's just really weird with how I, I don't know if maybe, you know, it has to do with uh, giving people a certain amount of airtime, you know, in order to fit everybody in. Well, actually, no, that's a lie, because if they wanted to fit everybody in, Heather would have had uh, wouldn't have had to wait more than a month and a half uh, before <laughs> she got a confessional again. So. <laughs> You know, it just and 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 seriously, I really thought that Heather was going last night with the with the all of a sudden the huge spike 
in uh, invisibility that she got. Although I guess, you know, with there being six people left, it's very hard to not include everybody in the episode. But, I mean, they could have tried. They could have tried to not include Heather. You know what's crazy about Heather. Heather, too, you guys, if you notice? I've never seen a survivor where there was actually somebody playing that looks, you know, and I'm not saying she's heavy, but that looks like she could lose a few pounds. Everyone else is getting so thin, even Danny, Mr., you know, athlete. You Did know, you and, not and see she, Will? And she's sitting there, and I'm thinking, geez, oh, man, I wouldn't even think that she was on this island. Did you not see right. Will in Survivor 30? Did you not see Will <laughs> in Survivor 30 who looked like he gained weight out there? <laughs> I mean, it's I'm just crazy. Like, they're, they're talking about starving, and it's like you don't look like you're starving, huh? <laughs> I mean, I mean, seriously, yeah, really. when Will was out, when, when I think Will, uh, Tim, you're in the chat room. Maybe you can, uh, maybe you can, you know, do a little bit of stat searching for me here. I believe Will uh, from season thirty, uh, the one that Mike uh, Mike Holloway won. I believe Will is one of the only few people to have actually gained weight while out. What makes you wonder, (laughs) did they sneak food from somewhere? It doesn't make any sense. Did they get food somewhere that that nobody knew about? Because how could they be looking like they they gained weight or something? And think about it, though. Think about it, though. It could just be, you know, how her body is structured. You know, hmm. oh, that just it could it could just look that way. Because we've seen people that have gone on the show that got, went down to nothing, and they came on. They might have had bellies and this and that, and they just go down to nothing. Now, granted, they're not there as long as a normal season, but still, I mean, when you're not eating, you're just eating rice. And you're basically starving out there. You're not going to be looking like you need to lose a few pounds. <laughs> yeah, and they don't even have rice this season. I mean, they've been. They, that's all they talk about is how they're starving. Well, it just doesn't talk- make any sense. It makes you think, like, is she sneaking food somewhere? <laughs> or is CBS feeding them, and we don't know? Yeah, it. are they are they being fed? Not you know, all another of them, thing, but these certain people—it is crazy. Another thing, too, another thing too. Going back to the going back to the edit, uh, real quick here, Reggie. I want to get your thoughts on this because Danny. Uh, oh I mean, obviously, because Reggie, obviously, uh, you know, you've made your hatred of Shan uh, and Kansas. You too. <laughs> I'm with uh, you, Reggie. My Grammy. Now wait, wait, wait. Let's back up. My Grammy never allowed me to hate anybody, but by God, yeah, and Almighty, I can dislike right. them. Profusely, so I dislike. Yeah, totally dislike. I'm with you, right? Reggie, Re- exactly. Re- Reggie, Reggie in Kansas. I want to get your. I want to get your uh, <laughs> thoughts on this. On this next. Uh, on this next bit here, because Danny was asked about the move to take out Shan, uh, because in the edit. He's asked in the edit. She says Deshaun's really worrying me, but I still want to stick with the four to get to the four. And then after she goes, it's like dominoes falling from that alliance. And they ask him, "Do you think that was the right call or not?" And he says, "So just to clear that up, I think a lot of people are asking why we ended up voting out Shan." 
and it seemed like we were going to stab her in the back before she caught wind of it, and that's absolutely not true. What they didn't show was as me, Deshaun, and Liana were having that conversation, I stopped and I say, hey, Liana, Deshaun, I'm going to tell Shan it's time to vote out Ricard, and we're going to see if she's able to say yes. Then if she's not, then we'll find a way to move forward. I then sit Shan down for 45 minutes and I say, hey, this is what we need to do. She agrees. So when she talks to Liana, she already knows that we're voting on Ricard. So when she goes back to tell Ricard, that is what upset me because it's like, I put my trust in you. You said you trusted me and then you stabbed me in the back. So it was obvious that at that point, she was not going to be a vote for us. She was going right. to always side with Ricard, which would have still been dangerous and put us in that same position. She would have had no trust from Deshaun, and her, Liana, and Ricard would have probably been able to get to, to make some type of moves to get us out. So this, once mm-hmm. again, is an example of the, of the show manipulating the edit to a way that that suits whatever story they want to tell. So what are your thoughts on that? Because they made it out to seem like Shan was, you know, uh, that, that Danny and Deshaun were going to turn on Shan when really it was Shan, you know, that they brought up the plan to her, which wasn't shown. She agreed to it, and then she went and told Ricard. Well, she was backstabbing Deshaun, too, in the process. So and that's why Deshaun, Deshaun felt betrayed by her. <laughs> that's why he wanted her out. Remember when I was saying, when she made the comment about that he was the snake or whatever, she made that comment yeah, when that she was, was leaving, and I, and I said, he should have said the same thing. Well, I guess it takes one to know one, darling, because she did the same thing to him. <laughs> she did the same thing to anybody that she thought she could get away with it. Absolutely. She always did it under underneath her being a preacher. And, you know, oh, God, don't get me started on that nonsense again either because I'll, I'll just blow up. <laughs> but it's just certain people sometimes they can dish it out big time. They can do it to this one and that one and, and she that always one. Acted, but then when it comes it, to them, oh, it's hands off. Don't You can't touch this, me, this but I can do this to this, you all. Kansas, this pun is intended like she acted holier than thou, and what she was doing was correct. It might, it's bullshit. I, 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 I never hate could, people like that. I could never eat when she was on that show because I'd be spitting it out all over my living room. <laughs> I, I, I hear you. I get it. Seriously. And what, you know, what, what about you, Melissa? What did you think about how that all of a sudden seemingly has been manipulated? to where it seemed like Danny and, and Deshaun were turning on her for for absolutely no reason whatsoever only for it to have been to have been them responding to her you know they they got wind that she was trying to betray them but they didn't show it that way though Steve they showed her they, they there was a reason they showed the reason 
Yeah, they did. Yeah, they but had it all they set up. They were, they were, they were trapping her. Right. But the, but the way the way they edited it, uh, uh, the way they edited it <laughs> though was that you know they were that you know they were turning on her before she could turn on them when really they were responding to her turning on them already. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I don't know. It's very confusing. It's like Eddie said, the the edit this year is just shit. Remember four weeks ago when Jim thought I was upset with him and I wasn't, and I posted? I saw this four weeks ago, and I posted what was going on. And then when Jim and I talked, he saw what I was thinking. I wasn't going against Jim at all. It was just, just, I had to sit back and look at it all and go, this is a fucked up season, pardon my English. It's a ridiculous <laughs> season. It's the re- worst season they've ever done. It's the most manipulative CBS has ever done. Jeff has really been an idiot this season. Uh, the way he's, yeah. he's done he's done to these poor people. And I think the cast is being led around like sheep. I they are. That yeah. That's a shame. And they're so scared they're not going to get asked back that they're saying and doing exactly what CBS tells them, which goes the whole thing, fake news, fake information. All we're getting is fake information, which the the networks have been known to do quite a lot this whole past year. Uh, So it's just really ridiculous, all of it. These twists have been just terrible. You know I won't watch Big Brother again. I've had it with that show. I mean, that was one big mess-up to me. And I love Oh, yeah, they screwed that up very badly. I agree with you, Eddie. And, you know, and I love I love the show. I and I know oh, I was some of y'all care about it. But addicted you know now I just show. I can watch it because I don't want to be led around and told what to think and what to believe. I want to go out there and find the information myself. Whatever anyone has to say about anybody, show me your facts. Don't show me what the news channels are telling you. Show me the truth. Go and research it yourself. Look at what's really going Come on here. out there. And that's what I keep telling people to do. Go go look beyond what CBS, CNN, NBC, and, you know, ABC are showing us. Find out the facts yourself. Don't be led around with the news through your nose until you're too far along and we're all Nazis, Germany, Jews being hey, led to the slaughter, and we're just getting on the train and doing what they're telling us to do. Well, that's what's upsetting me about everything we're seeing in the world now. You know, pardon I throw that in there, but I I am a Jew. I was my great grandparents were killed in concentration camps. They were fed into oh, a wow. train, and that's what wow, we're being led right now. The world is leading for people that don't have the money, that don't have the say. We're being led like sheep to the slaughter, and people are you getting on the right, back of it. You know. And I, I mean, it's I just a shame because, you know, it used to, Survivor police. was so organic. And that's what I loved about the show. Even. And I hate what they're doing now. It's just it's so not Survivor anymore. JB, what, JB, what is your ago, take? Jim thought I was upset with him. I wasn't. I just saw it all. I, I put all the pieces together. It's like what you said, Steve, and you've been seeing it all along. 
this this is really a shit at it. CBS has stuck their nose too far into something that works. It's like you know yeah. how to make pudding. All of us do. It's easy to make pudding from scratch. They've added a recipe that's shit, and none of us want to eat it. <laughs> it's, a yeah. it's a shitty recipe. And Steve, you yeah. called yeah. it way back months ago. You called huh. it. Yeah. Yeah, where I mean, they used it's, it's, where it's it used to be home cooked, they're now making it instant. How does that sound? You know, it's it's very it's very yeah. easy to see. It's very easy to see where the trajectory that a network is going when, uh, you know, when they've already had one show start to do it. It's kind of like I, I, you know, I I sort of equate it a little bit to MTV. You know, when MTV, uh, originally it was, you know, known for, I mean, obviously it's acronym MTV, music television, you know, they were known for showing music videos and, uh, other, you know, other, uh, singer related stuff. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, it was all music, right. And then, and then all of a sudden, you know, you bring in the real world and yep. the real world got got reality TV so popular at the time when it was first starting out, and then they bring in road rules, they bring in the challenges, yeah. you know, the challenges, start, yeah. the challenges start to get popular. And you know what? I, I let me say that's nothing. That's nothing against MTV for doing that because that was actually what worked. Was you know integrating themselves? That's what made them even bigger. You know, integrating themselves with the uh, with the younger generation, you know, with spring break and everything, and bringing in the uh, you know the cha- the real world road rules challenges, you know, the early days of. See, but I'll you know, tell you what, Steve. I was really young and... when MTV started, and I loved the whole aspect of it being just music. I loved that. Music. I thought that was the coolest thing. And then, and then once you know, once reality TV started uh, started picking up momentum, then you start to see them saturate the uh, the reality TV marketplace. You know, once Survivor started getting big and Big Brother started up and they got big, uh, you know, VH1 they started coming uh, with reality TV, you know, like Flavor of Love, uh, yeah. dating Those shows. Those were good, though. That was fun. That, and all that stuff. Those were so then, you see, then you see MTV start to move away from music, music and, right. become more of a, and become more of a reality TV network. They should rename themselves RTV, not MTV. Yeah, why do they call themselves MTV? MTV was music television, and it's not anymore. Exactly, Steve. And I'll tell you what, I'm I'm sad that it's changed. I wish it would go back. We have so many channels and so many different things out there to watch, but I miss that aspect of it being just music. Now, now to sort to sort of equate this to why why am I discussing this? Why am I bringing up this topic? Uh-oh. It just went uh, out. Is, is anyone am I cut out or what? I can't hear anybody. Hello. Can you hear us? Hello. We can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, we got cut off that. for about three seconds. Yeah, we got cut off for about three seconds. Whoa. 
Well, what oh, I what well. I was I mean, what there I was are trying, channels was out there. To... There's Newsmax. There's radio. There's talk radio. There's uh there's Telegram. There are stations out there that are telling you the truth that what's going on in the world. But you got you know nobody listens. They cut on the TV when they get home, and you know they follow what the main channels are telling you. There are channels out there that are actually you can actually see what's going on. Especially other in other countries, what the truth is going on. Go look at Telegram. Go look at Newsmax. Uh, you know there there are channels out there that are talking the truth. Uh, it's it's just scary though. We're in a world right now where we don't know who to trust. Is your next door neighbor going to turn you in as a Nazi? <laughs> what I'm trying to, what I'm trying to put out there though. What I'm trying to put out there, though, the reason why I brought up MTV and how they switched from music to reality TV is the fact that, you know, CBS, they took something like Survivor. You know, Survivor, uh, when when it started building up, it started becoming a very popular show. You know, the king of Wednesday nights, the king of reality TV. Uh, you know, and Big Brother, you know, during the summer, the same thing. But then they let they let outside influences. You're right. See, like, I see what you're saying. There it went out again. They let in, we got cut Change outside it. influences yeah. like like Black Lives Matter and uh, the Me Too movement and ever well Me Too. I mean, that's a different story. That's a completely different story. And you know, uh, obviously, you know the. Uh, you know, sexual assault and stuff is something to be taken very seriously. Uh, I mean, MTV had to had to go through a whole lawsuit uh, involving sexual assault with uh, some of the uh, challenge cast members. But, oh, really, uh, Steve? Yeah. Really? Yes. That's the reason why. Uh, that's the reason why. Oh, I didn't uh, know that. Do you remember? Do, do you remember Tanya Cooley from The Real World Chicago? Oh, that sounds so familiar. The little blonde? Yes. Okay, yeah. That's the reason why. Huh? What he did. And they just slept that under the thing. They threw in that. But he was horrible about sexual abuse. Julie Chang's That's the reason. That's the reason why, though. uh, That's the reason why Tanya Cooley stopped doing challenges. Because she was sexually assaulted while she was drunk. Oh my and it was supposed to be it was it was supposed to be a prank basically that she was sexually assaulted with a toothbrush by Ugh. two of the more popular challenge cast members, and that's why they haven't been on a show either uh ever since then because they got banned from the network because of it if I remember she so, was she got together with Johnny Fairplay at one point, and it just baffled me she yeah. might have. She might have. I don't. I. I can't recall if she did or not. It's the girl I'm thinking of, and I believe it was her. Because when, you, especially when you say the drinking, because I remember the Maybe time thinking you had been. to have been drunk to have slept with him. Anyways, you know. Uh, oh, Johnny Fairplay. You know, you see, you see, you see, Survivor. You see, Survivor start to uh, grow into this uh, reality TV giant. The same with Big Brother. Then. See, the problem here is CBS decided, oh, we need to change with the times. We need to, uh, you know, take. we need to take something that was working 
and reinvent it and to to appeal to broader audiences, you know, as if those audiences weren't watching anyways. Uh, so, hey, let's uh, let's be hip and let's change our casting to include 50% color, 50% white. Uh, although I guess Asian could technically count as white as well because, I mean, let's face it, they are white. But I know that's going to be very controversial, I feel. Um, sorry in advance for anybody who listens to this on the archive. I'm not racist. I'm just pointing it out. Stating uh, the obvious. Yeah. You know, so now all of a sudden, just like what happened with MTV, with uh, going from music to reality TV, CBS has decided to embrace, you know, the whole Black Lives Matter movement and everything. And uh, 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 what's his face who ended up dying from uh, from being uh, from being kneeled on uh, on his neck for nine seconds or something, uh, you know, embracing the fact that there needs to be change made and. You know, I completely understand it from, from uh, you know, a colored person's perspective. You know, yeah, may, maybe perhaps, perhaps there does need to be more representation. Like we've mentioned in previous, previous podcasts, this completely opens up the with, – with the narrative that they've been going with this season, you know, it's focusing mainly on – focusing mainly on race and then changing it to race – and gender, I'm telling you, this is just further feeding the possibility, not necessarily with gender, but mainly with race. Uh, although I guess gender could kind of come into, into play as well uh, later on down the line in future seasons. We could end up seeing men versus women, white versus black, or people of color, uh you know, we could end up seeing gender wars and potentially race wars in future seasons moving forward. Now, because I sure hope not. Survivor, that would be horrible. Because because Survivor and Big Brother, because Survivor and Big Brother have now set the new standard with these last two seasons. And especially yeah, it, if we know it, the way. If, if we know the way the younger generation, I, I find it I find it very funny saying saying it like that, considering, you know, I am considered a millennial, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know how the younger generation, you know, obviously they're going to continue to have younger applicants apply, and you know with I hate to bring politics into it, but with how divided the country is recently you know we're seeing all of these slowly get stirred around like a like uh like being stirred around inside a pot and you're just wait you're just it's almost like a volcano you're waiting for everything to build up before it eventually explodes and mount saint helens erupts and we could potentially see that moving forward here, especially now that they're making such a big deal that, oh, a woman hasn't won 
in so long. You know, not only could we see potential race wars moving forward, we could see potential gender wars as well moving forward in Survivor and Big Brother. I'd rather see gender than race. Yeah, me too. Me too. Absolutely, because it's just such a harsh, uh, scary subject right now that, you know, yeah, it just wouldn't be pretty. It has potential to be such a disaster, Reggie, Absolutely. if they would do something like that, honestly. By the way, by the way Teresa, uh, I, did, I did add you, Teresa, uh, quite a bit ago. I'm sorry that we haven't gotten to you yet because I, Hi, I, just, had to, I just had to finish that thought. I just had to finish That's that fine. thought uh, before I forgot about it. Um, but what did you what did you think, Teresa, about last night's show and how how they presented everything? Well, I do have to say uh, one thing, just to kind of go off of what all what all y'all were talking about. I want my, I want my, I want my MTV. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I uh that it's just me being goofy because y'all were talking about MTV <laughs> and yeah. how back in the day you're just remembering the good the good old days. Thank you. When man. it was music well, was, television, when it was actually well, was using, music television. I was I was using that as sort of a comparison from how MTV evolved to, you know, how they decided that uh, music wasn't popular anymore, so we need to, you know, something new comes along or something uh, controversial comes along that's picking up steam, and now all of a sudden we have to integrate it into our own network instead of keeping our network, you know, what made us stand out with it being Mm -hmm. music television now all of a sudden we've all since reality tv has been getting so popular we've now decided to make our network an entire reality television based network uh whereas cbs you know cbs decided to jump on the whole black lives matter uh uh train basically i think i think reality started becoming popular after the truman show and ed tv Movies in the late 90s. Are you millennial? Oh, for me, millennial? Well, because you were a kiddo when that came out, when those movies came out, so you might not know what I'm talking about. There was a movie in the late 90s called The Truman Show with Jim Carrey where basically they followed him 24-7, and basically he had no life. His life was basically what was scripted from producers and whatnot. Oh, I never saw that. That sounds kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Sounds like me. But uh, back to... Uh, Back to what y'all were talking about, Survivor. I mean, this is this has been a continual topic probably since the beginning of the season. 
It's like people getting butt hurt over, come on, guys. But, Teresa, what yeah. about all these bullshit twists? I mean, taking them at the end and now putting them on another island and making them start from scratch all over again? I mean, it, it's just it. ridiculous. It's like they are having, uh, I mean, they only have, what, five more days on the island, if that? Three. Let's torture them Three. as much as we can, right? They have three more days. Oh, and it just, until, uh, this is terrible. And it's just like... Because uh, it's two hours, and if you're on... Uh, Go ahead, Teresa. On, uh, yeah, I'm trying to figure out what's all going on. It just uh, seems like There's about no 50 problem. different conversations on... No, that's oh my, just but... that's just JB talking in the background. Oh, hi JB. Hi JB. But but it's like I think I saw something. It's like uh, t- typically if the idols flushed out, they will uh, bring back another. But no, this time they have to come up with oh this and. This and this, and I and as a joke, I think last week, I'm surprised at least Jim didn't uh, pay any nods to this one when I said, yep, the next one is Party's going to come in, and she's going to join the cast, and she'll win it all. Well, there's still time. I mean, there is three days left, so there is still time for that to potentially happen. And now but, we'll be with her. And then maybe I mean, Tony. And then uh, they Sean and uh, uh, Danny didn't even have a prayer past that. And, of course, even if, I mean, yeah, they voted for each other because they, they already knew they were going to be the, the top two, and even if uh, they uh, they were to vote for whoever, their best bet would have been the other four votes being split and maybe getting a shot, but it wouldn't have it still wouldn't have helped them. So so they were basically up a shit creek without a paddle. And then how Deshaun threw uh, Erica under the bus about the whole thing with her and Heather. So if by some small miracle Deshaun makes the final three, he won't get any jury votes because He's uh, burned that bridge with the nuclear bomb. Hell, making the final three, he may not even make the final four with how he shot himself in the face. Yeah. I mean, he's lucky, he, but, he's lucky mean, that the they were worried about in the face. He's the perfect person to take to the final four because the jury saw it. So they're not going to like what he did. So he's the perfect person to take. The only person we know that makes it to Final Four for sure 
is Xander because he's got an idol. All he's got to do at a plate at the next tribal council, he's from Final Four. Yeah. So that's the only thing we're sure of. And really, Deshaun, yeah, he did shoot himself in the foot. But if it was me, that would be the guy I'd want to take to the final three because he did shoot himself in the foot in front of everybody. That's why. That's why I said he would. Even if he made it to the final three, he wouldn't. Uh, I'd want to take him uh, with me at that point. And Erica was very smart about that. She made it clear to the jury, "We're playing him." And Heather, she's. She's well, a nice start of final three with Xander and Erica. It's obvious. Uh, they've got a final three already in play, those three. But could the, is that final three necessarily <clears throat> still in play, though, considering the fact that Erica I think was – unless, unless, sure. unless, unless they show us at the beginning of the finale that that was all planned, that Deshaun – would uh, would throw that out there like he did, unless they show us that that was all planned. Hi, that you. clearly caught that clearly caught Erica by surprise. So maybe perhaps she may be like, "Oh, so you want to do that? You want to go and do that? Well, here you basically just threw away your easy final three that you had negotiated with us, and." Now we're gonna we're gonna instead bring Heather with us instead of you. So here you won't even make the final four if uh, if Ricard wins immunity, we'll just send your ass uh, right behind your uh, your former partner. I mean that's yeah. how he could have potentially shot himself in the face last night and basically you know, committed game suicide by dropping a quote-unquote truth bomb or truth kamikaze, as they uh, described it. Yeah. Honestly, if you, you, know if, you if, if you were looking at your bingo card, if if you were looking at your bingo cards last week when we were uh, when we were trying to figure out exactly what the hell the truth bomb was supposed to be, I'm pretty sure nobody had Deshaun throwing. Uh, throwing Erica under the bus as the uh, uh, on their bingo card. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really. <clears throat> you, you know what it looks like to me. It looks like Xander's going to win the last immunity challenge. He's going to pick Heather, and then Erica's going to have to make fire with either Deshaun or Ricard. So that's how it's setting us up. Uh, but we don't know which one of those two. Hey, do y'all agree with that? Xander wins final immunity. He takes Heather, and the other two have to do the fire, and Erica's in there and wins the fire. You know, it's funny you bring that up because on the next time on Survivor, uh, you know, preview that they gave, Xander talked about, or he mentioned something about rising to the, wait a minute, hang on, let me find the exact quote, I wrote it down here, Uh, that the others will crumble as he rises to the top. Mm. 
Now, obviously, that has to be about something. That has to be, you know, either him winning immunity or, you know, that might be a potential final three (laughs) quote that he says before, uh, you know, before they end up going to final tribal. Could be the. It could be him playing his uh, idol, too. <laughs> well, I mean, well, you know he's in Final Four. Xander. Xander would be a fool not to play his idol to make it to the Final Four, whether he's scared right. or not. I'd play the idol no matter what. He knows he makes it to the Final Four. He knows that we know it looks like he's going to win the Final Four challenge uh, and that he's going to pick Heather the least likely to cause him any trouble on the on the jury, and that two people are going to battle it out for fire. We just don't know who those two people are. Uh, it looks like it's Erica and Deshaun that we've been led to believe and that Ricard goes next week. He's the first one out. But we don't know that. We don't really know for sure. Well, here's, another, say- here's another scenario. Maybe Xander wins... Immunity, the first, uh, you know, the, you know, for the final five, maybe Xander wins immunity and he might give it to Heather. Heather is immune, and Xander plays his uh, idol. Oh, that's or, a good one. Did y'all read or Danny's last question they asked him? To, uh, they asked Danny, the last thing they asked Danny was, uh, will you play again if they ask you? And Danny said, it's too soon. And then they said, does that mean yes? And I said, I hope so. I mean, maybe. I just don't know. Only with Ricard. No, I'm just joking. And then they say, there's your first mistake. Yes, my first mistake already is to say you'd only play with Ricard. So what is he uh, telling us there, his last statement he made? Yep. Well, that kind of... Well, that Ricard, that could, that could just be, that could just be that, uh, that Ricard is a beast. Either that or that... Uh, or he's a true villain. You can't trust him. Huh. True. That's possible. But that's the last thing he did. They just released that on entertainment. I just saw it. I haven't read any of his exit interviews, so. I haven't either. I just was, because Steve said that about, I've been following some of it. Most of it just makes me want to puke. I mean, most of them I agree with with you. You and I will puke together. We can have puking buckets, okay? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, exactly. Boy, it's that like gets really confusing, Eddie. We're having a piece to go to the next set. I know. Do you want to share puking duties? <laughs> you puke speaking first, of, and then I'll puke. You puke, and I'll puke. Okay. Of, uh, speak, speaking <laughs> of a bucket. Uh, I those, like that. Okay. <laughs> speak. Speaking of a bucket, for those who who may not have been on here earlier, uh, obviously you may realize that there's one person missing from tonight's show. Uh, Jim? 
the reason why, yeah, the re, uh, for Kansas and Teresa, uh, who weren't on here, and I think, uh, no, JB, actually, you were on here, I think, at the time. Um, the reason why, obviously, no, that you got, oh, you weren't, okay. Well, obviously, no. the only reason, the reason why you guys are hearing my lovely voice instead of uh, Jim's voice tonight uh, is because he is currently plan or he's currently preparing for uh well i mean this is day one of hell so date so day two of hell is uh set to take place tomorrow um so unfortunately he has a date with the uh he has a date with the uh with the porcelain throne uh for the next 24 hours so yeah, i remember him okay. talking about that last week yeah i had a feeling yeah, he might yeah, not the past, the past two weeks <laughs> well, but he did. You know, uh, he's 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 prepping for the procedure that happens tomorrow. Today is the worst yeah. of it. Today right. is yeah. the worst of the preparation. Tomorrow, okay tomorrow by this time he's going to be fine. He's not he's not going to be suffering nothing. He'll be it'll be like the actual procedure is not bad. You go to sleep, yeah, you wake up, and stuff. It's yeah. the prep that's going on today that's the the real bad thing about it. It's the worst about it. So once yeah, that's he's the worst part. Today, once he's passed today, he's, he's, uh, he'll be doing good. See, years ago when my mom had it done, she said they didn't even put you to sleep then. And she said it was oh, so painful. It. She was up when they He's did gonna. it. She said it was horrible and so painful. No, they. Well, at least the place that I went to. Um, this was a while I ago. Walked, I mean, they, I'm coming back. This is a while yeah. ago when this happened. <laughs> they they wheeled me in. They wheeled me into the room, and they were talking to me. And then all of a sudden, I woke up. Yeah, everybody I mean, gets put to sleep now. Yeah. Yeah, but that's and kind of scary, though, up. too. I mean, in all honesty, the anesthesia thing also is, is scary to me because there's been a lot of people that don't come out of it. So that's, yeah. that's a little bit scary also. Well, not a lot of people, but it has happened. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had to get some of that when I uh just having oral surgery. Me, oh, years ago I did. When I was 19, I had wisdom teeth removed. But I was so sick when I woke up. Yeah, I know uh, this was like 20, well, maybe 2013. Uh, I had a tooth pulled. Fast forward six months, it had gotten abscessed. Oh, man. After about three rounds of amoxicillin, my ass had... uh, Dennis uh, referred me to a neurosurgeon, go to him. He takes an x-ray. It's like, well, no wonder you got a problem. The part of the roots left in your mouth. Wow. So he had to go th- go and... Uh, they have to dig it out. Yeah. And need- needless to say, after that, my husband told me I'm not going to that dentist anymore. I'm going to another dentist. He's right. Absolutely. Absolutely, he's right. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. 
Okay, y'all, I'm I'm signing off. I gotta get Good up early. Good night, Reggie. Good night. Okay, okay. I'll talk to you later. later. Have a wonderful day, YouTube. I'll talk to y'all later. Bye bye. Bye bye. Okay, take Thanks care. Thanks for joining us, Reggie. All right. Well, uh, I'll tell you what. One of the one of the other things one of the other things uh, that was brought up in Danny's exit was the hourglass twist, and apparently he talked more about it with Jeff Probst at Tribal Council. Once again, something that we weren't shown. Uh, so Danny said about it, we're competitors. A lot of us leave a lot of things at home to come out here and play this game. And we put a lot on the line, and there's an essence to competition. You play to win so you can win something, right? That's the only reason that you would go out there to compete. And the fact that he was able to lie to us, to trick us, and make us work as hard as we did just for it to be taken away from us, it just wasn't cool with me. And his response, you know, it was what it was. I won't really get into that, but it just didn't float with me. So I didn't like it. And it sounds like he may not be the only person who feels the same way. Mm. Mm. Sydney didn't. So, yeah, you know, that, that's just that another, was... that's just another way that they have basically tried to manipulate this season in order to keep people, keep the players on their toes and keep the fans uh, interested and uh, and not wanting to change the channel. The fans are always going to be interested. Exactly. The diehard fans are always going to be interested. Right. They don't have to say anything. I will say this much. As much as uh, probes and production has screwed these contestants, they should have at least buy him dinner. I think they ought to buy him more than that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Great. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> um, it's disillusioned because they're telling they're, yeah. they haven't told the truth. Hardly at all. CBS has led them around like sheep to the slaughter. They're doing exactly what CBS tells them, except for Cindy. Cindy actually, she came out and said what she felt after it was all over. But the others, all of them are like sheep. They're doing exactly what CBS says for the fear they won't be asked back. Wow. Well, I think it's pissed off at Cindy where she's like, they can... On the uh, left twist, Erica would be out and would not even be winning the game if it would, if if that twist had exactly, came up. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. What I was trying, what I was trying to bring, uh, what I was about to bring up, but I had forgotten what I was going to say. Uh, that Danny actually said it himself. She was dead to rights. She was gone. If that twist didn't come up, she would have been out before the jury had even hit. Yeah, and she, she would have been, been she would have she would <laughs> already be gone. And the fact that he was also the next person to say that she was lucky 
in her in his word association game. The fact that that he was that he put her as the most recent one to 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 call her lucky. I mean, I don't think there's one yeah. person that hasn't called her lucky yet for a word association. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And too, Danny did say that whole thing that he was near the idol all along, he said that was basically bullshit. That was filmed separate from because everyone was walking in those areas. Everybody was around those areas. They just didn't see it. But he pointed hey, that you know, out them pointing. I found it odd, too, uh, Eddie, that they only showed him looking for the idol. That it's almost like everybody else just didn't give a shit whatsoever about, about yeah. trying to find the You're idol. right, Dan. He says that in that yeah. entertainment. You're right, Steve. He says that. All of them were out there looking for idols. Every one of them were looking. <laughs> he made that clear. It's, you know, it's, it's almost, almost, almost like we, we can't even recognize the, you know, the, the show anymore. I know. And we're going to have to go through this with 42. You know, I'm going to stick in there till 43 and hopefully the cast, everyone's seen what they did in 41 and 42. So the cast going into 43 will know what's going on. And uh, hopefully 43 will redeem itself. If it isn't, I'm through with Survivor. I'm not going to watch it. Well, you know, I think think the one thing that is made clear, though, is that, you know, supposedly production loves 42 a lot more than 41. So clearly that must I mean think that, they're trying that a to cover guy their probably ass. wins. I think they're trying to cover their ass because they planned 41 and 42, and now they've got to clean up the shitty mess they've made. And the only way we're going to know is we won't know until 43, and I wouldn't be surprised if they bring back some big names. Yeah. Well, I, I will have to say that this season is probably in the bottom five. It's below negative five to me. It's the worst season that they could ever do. And it's not the cast's yeah. fault. It's CBS. No, I said that four weeks ago, and Jim kind of you know, made a point of making what I said. I said four weeks ago I posted on the site telling y'all this is bullshit. This is the worst season and, I, they've ever done. I mean, it's, it's you know, hard. I'm... I'm reading. I'm reading something that uh, that some, somebody made a comment on that Entertainment Weekly article, uh, not in whispers in the uh, in the article itself. Somebody made a comment. Basically, since we talked about Xander earlier and why he was given this edit, but yet, uh, according to Danny, nobody respected him whatsoever. Uh, and going back to what Jim said that race is going to become a huge point of emphasis in uh, in Final Tribal, along with gender as well. Uh, somebody put it plain and simple. Xander doesn't deserve to win because he's white. 
Oh, uh, that's so awful. They, yeah, they said that. You're right. Oh, that's so terrible. That's what's going to happen, and, and, and Jim's been oh, telling us. God. It's going to be a, a racial tribal council with gender. That's what it's oh, going to be. so sad, you guys. And that's why I got so upset, and I posted what I posted four weeks ago. You know, you. And when I've been ranting and raving about Sean and Liana and, and Evie, those three, I, they're the most despicable people I can imagine. And they're yeah. acting like their shit doesn't stink right now with all their exit stuff and all this hairy fairy stuff. They are despicable racists, all three of them. You know, I they I really despicable. think, I really think the more and more they keep building it up like they are, I really think if it isn't if it hasn't been fractured yet because of the all black alliance, I really think this final tribal council depending on how they present it, I think it may severely fracture the Survivor fandom because there's going to be – when race is made a gigantic topic and you have obviously, you know, a, a mostly all-colored uh, or a mostly colored jury, you're going to have all the colored fans – you know, applauding in support and uh, doing the stupid little, you know, the clapping imitation like like I imitated last week where they clap after every single word that they say, uh, you know, when they're trying to – hang on, hang on. When they're trying to say a point, uh, you know, <laughs> I really feel that this could potentially fracture – permanently the survivor fandom because considering the fact that this is now all of a sudden going to become about nothing instead of being about playing the game it's going to be about race and it's going to be about about gender for this final tribal council and we've already seen we've already seen what happened with the big brother fandom and how they split. I will completely. watch it again because of that. I have a feeling that this final tribal, depending on how they present it, may potentially fracture the Survivor fandom permanently. If they bring up anything about the race, uh, you know, uh, you know, questions or anything like that. I'm going to turn it off. Well, they're going to. Jim's already told us. Be ready for it. It's going to happen. Oh, really? It's going yeah. to be all about racism, black power, and 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 Evie going off on her gender shit. Just shit. That's what it's going to be. Well, you know, I've been like ranting and raving the past four weeks. I mean, we I was seeing it. Four weeks ago, I was even asking Steve about it when we did that one right when Jim wasn't on. You know, I was asking you, remember, we were talking about this. We were already bringing it up. There's a reason why they're presenting. Jim and I have been talking about it, too. There's a reason why they're presenting the show 
the last couple of weeks the way that they have. Because they're building it up to, like I said, Mount St. Helens erupting. They're building it Hell, up. It's more like one filthy boil. It's going to be so much pus, it's going to be ridiculous. And I have a feeling that this could this could permanently fracture the, the Survivor fandom, just like how it has big, the Big Brother fandom this past year. I agree. <clears throat> I, totally I mean, agree. we even spoke about it. We even spoke about Eddie. If you listened to the to the Big Brother pods at all this uh, this this past summer, we even spoke Steve, about I it. I couldn't do where... it. I, I I saw it after the first four episodes. I went, oh my god! I was so burned on what they were doing. You know, and it, nothing against the cast and nothing against the race. CBS manipulated that show so fucking bad. And even with Julie Chen and her husband, who's known for attacking women, you know, and they keep her on the show, and she she backs that ass out. You know, it's it's CBS thing, is 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 horrible what they're doing. The thing is, we've we, uh, you know we mentioned how uh, you know some of the jury members they knew exactly what was going on, and they had this is supposedly rumored. This is supposedly rumored that they they knew exactly what was going on, but they were afraid to speak up about it because they were afraid of how they would be perceived, or they knew how they would be perceived. But Get your hellos and goodbyes in. We've got less it, than a minute. Until it's we only ten fifty eight. Yeah, it's only. It's we only got another seven. hour. <clears throat> We got a lot more bitching to do. Oh, I mean, if you want to stay on the next hour and stay, you know, stay on. But I didn't mean to say hellos and goodbyes. That's for another hour. You're right, Jim. I'm just teasing you. I meant that, you know, know, if you... If you want to stay Go on, ahead, JB. Yeah, it's, well, it's too late now. <laughs> I think, well, it's eleven. But you know, you know, it's 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 just like from what we saw this season with Big Brother, uh, where where supposedly, you know, they they made it on the show uh, to appear like. Oh, they thought it was genius, and uh, you know, you have you have the all white jury before you before they finally became you know uh, they finally added a little bit of uh, colored flavor mixed in. Uh, you know, they were talking about oh how genius it, it is for the for the cookout and whatnot to form an all final six or final five or whatever the hell it was. I think it was six five. Something, something like that, uh, of nothing uh, and sticking to the plan, but yet supposedly they all had different thoughts 
about it, but they were afraid to speak out about it because they knew how they would be perceived by the fans. Hello, but a lot of them in and apparently out. were very a lot of them were apparently pissed off about it. You know, Steve talked is this is no coincidence. They just posted what you were talking about in TV. They just posted yeah. what you said. They just did it. I don't know if you've read that yet. It just went out on the feeds and, and insider really? entertainment. Just what you were talking about. The same thing you were talking about, but they slanted it to their way. They're using what you said, but slanting it. They just released it. Exactly what you were talking about. You wonder who's listening. Yeah, really. <clears throat> wait, wait, hang on. What is... It's on Entertainment Insider. Playing Survivor changed my life. Now I hope to change the game by getting more black people on the show. Uh... Then it goes on about MTV, the season one, to ask the real world, to African house guests. I mean, it's it's Russell Hands. I know we all don't like him, but he hit it on the head, the nail on the head. It's going to be what next season's going to be white versus black. I mean, they're really taking this racism thing a bit far. Yeah, I think it is entirely possible, considering how, uh, well, obviously it won't be for 42, but, you know, starting with 43, you know, depending on when 43 starts filming, uh, if they haven't already started filming to begin with, you know, considering how, considering how this season has panned out, and who knows, maybe next season we may see even, we may see, uh, the same thing take place uh, even further. You know, it. I, I mean, I'm all for equality and everything, you know. I'm all for, you know, representing every, uh, you know, contestants equally and whatnot. But don't try to, you know, don't try to uh, manipulate it, you know, for ratings or for good press, like CBS is doing right now. Yeah. By the way, uh, we did lose Melissa. Uh, She ended up hitting the wrong button on her phone. Uh, She was going to unmute herself and chime in, but she ended up hitting the the hang-up button instead. Oh, I I did that before. uh, Hey, I'm... I've done that before. Don't oh, don't that. feel bad, Melissa. I've done that before. <laughs> but she said to tell everyone she said good night. Uh, yeah, she said she goes. I was going to unmute myself and chime in, but hit the hit the wrong damn button. Um. So we lost her. Uh, we also lost Austin. Um. But yeah. You know this, as I said as I said earlier, this season uh, may have completely fractured the, uh, or may potentially fracture completely the Survivor fandom, because you know damn well once that finale airs, 
there's going to be, and, you know, once again, I hate bringing politics into it, but considering the state of, of, of America currently, you know, where everybody is uh, in their beliefs, you know, with Black Lives Matter and whatnot, you know damn well, Antifa, you know, so on and so forth, you know damn well that, that uh, you know, there's probably going to be outrage on social media about Final Tribal. Well, I mean, no, there, there won't be just outrage. There will also be celebrate. It'll be half celebration, half outrage. Like a, almost a like a cherry on top of joy on CBS. Yeah, it's almost like a cherry on top of the shit oh, yeah. Sunday, essentially. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did, exactly. Did you notice that Jeff Probes looks sick? Have y'all noticed that he doesn't? He doesn't look well. Kind of, but that? again, again, when you think about it, though, that may have potentially had something to do with, uh, you know, with the uh, the quarantine because because of the fact that Survivor was on hiatus for such a for such a long amount of time before they were able to even start filming. You know, it could be possible that maybe, uh, you know, throughout all the quarantining that he had to do. You know that everybody was basically kept under uh, under well, you know, lockdown almost essentially uh, throughout the early stages of the pandemic. <laughs> you know, we've seen the uh, like they've like they've uh, mentioned before. You know, the pandemic had an effect had different uh, a different effect on on different people. So maybe perhaps that's kind of. Uh, you know what's happened to probes maybe he just he looks he looks so much different because of you know the fact that we weren't a we weren't uh you know we're used to seeing him every single year or every uh every half every half year for another season of survivor so because Survivor was basically delayed by about a year, year and a half, you know, he hasn't had to work. So he's basically, you know, a lot of people, the, the pandemic changed a lot of people in different ways. And that's well, a lot that of people gained weight though, during the pandemic because they were well, home and just eating so much. You know, maybe it's entirely possible that he may have been one of the contractors of COVID. He may have contracted COVID, possibly. Yeah, that's a possibility, and he just didn't want to come yeah. out and say. Yeah. And he may he may just not want to make it known that, you know, during the pandemic, I was one of the people who, who did come down with COVID. Who knows? But personally, on my end, that up. lockdown was the greatest thing ever. I got my husband and I playing music again. So, oh, I wonder. Yeah, I mean, it was a wonderful thing. And I loved having that'd be him kind of, That'd be kind of stupid on Jeff's part, though, if he did come down and, uh, you know, didn't say anything. I'm surprised because most people talk about it, you know, or, you know, yeah. most people aren't keeping it He looks pasty when you look at him. His skin doesn't, he looks pasty. <laughs> 
it 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 reminds me of what when, when Ron that went in cancer, his first stages of cancer, how he looked. And that's what I like. That's why I asked. He has that wow. look that that those first stages of cancer that people get. Well, he might not want to say that. Well, who knows? I'm, I just that's something that, that he might want. If that's it. the truth, you know, honestly, Eddie, he might want to keep that secret. Well, he does look ill. He doesn't. He doesn't look well. He and definitely I like, looks different. I, think, I agree with Jim. He's a fantastic, you know, uh, guy for what he's doing. He's, he's very good at what he does. I don't agree with him being the producer of any sort. I think that yeah. that's where they screwed up is allowing him to be executive producer in these shows because his nose is into too much. It, mm-hmm. Mark needs to get his ass back in there and take and straighten this out. Yeah. Oh, did any of y'all see that picture? I, I finally put my Christmas tree up with my little dog who got in the shot. Did y'all see that picture? <laughs> yeah, with your what? dog. <laughs> yeah. What kind of dog do you have, Eddie? He's a Parson Terrier. His his great-grandfather won Westminster. His stepbrother oh, just cool. won Terrier at Westminster. He's a beautiful, I'm not going to show him, but uh, he's too damn headstrong to show. But uh, <laughs> but it's funny. I put the tree up, and he would run around with the pieces, and he thought it was Aww. a big game. Was putting the tree up. What's what's his name? Jewels of my heart. Oh, Aww. that's so sweet. Yeah, oh, I, I love it that. My, that's but, cute. You know, I got off topic a bit, Steve. I'm sorry. I love talking. No, dogs. that's all right. That's fine. I I've got a Bubbles yeah, and Bentley at home. They're two little things. ones, also, Eddie. So I can relate. Oh, well, take a look. I mean, I got the. I have a seventeen strands of bubble lights on that tree. <laughs> oh, I, uh, I'm looking Ron right and I now. Collected a lot of antique uh, uh, ornaments from San Francisco, turn of the century, and so there's a lot of old, old ornaments on the tree, which you can't oh, really see. Oh, I've got some real old ones thing. too. Yeah. I started collecting ornaments in like eighty, trying to think, eighty four. I think I started eighty four or eighty three. We both started at the same time. I was in you San too, Francisco. Yeah, I got so many. We, we got a new tree. Things. We finally got a new tree because our our tree actually. My mom bought me that tree back in like nineteen ninety. Oh, and wow. it was, you know, this the old pot. This, I mean, it was still a nice tree. It was still held up really nice. But, you know, my husband hated it with the individual branches, <laughs> and it would take forever to put it together. And then he had to string all the lights. So he wanted to get something, you know, with the lights already in there, in the pieces, you know, one, two, three, boom, 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 put it together. Yeah. <laughs> and we found the most gorgeous tree from the National Tree Company. We were looking all over the place cuz I needed something oh, big with a lot of, you know, with a lot of branches, you know, just like you cuz for all my ornaments, for sure. Oh, I have a smaller too. tree downstairs, but for the big upstairs one, yeah, I needed something really nice. I got a 9 foot one, but send me pictures. I'd love to see it. This is a beaut. I'll tell you, it's so realistic. You know that you know the trees they show the balsam hills yeah. It looks just like what they show on TV. I, I did a lot of research. I was looking. We went all over the place looking at trees, and I couldn't find anything that I thought would be right. And we found something 
sort of similar, but I read reviews and it wasn't so great. And then I came across the National Tree Company, and they were comparing it to Balsam Hill, but saying this is actually nicer now. They said they started scrimping on Balsam Hills, and they charged so much. Yeah. And this isn't a cheap tree. This was a, this was an expensive tree. But I want something that's going to last a long time. Like I said, my other one was from 1990. So we got our use out of it. This has like 1,200 lights. I want to see it. It's amazing. Oh, Eddie, it's crazy. It's beautiful. I but want I love to see it. it. Are you the same as me, Eddie? When you pull out an ornament, you look at it, and oh, you have God, that memory. Yeah, every one of them. Yes. I cried the whole I'm time. I'm the I same put the way. You just because, remember. Some yeah. are engraved. Some you got as gifts. You remember all of them. You remember the gifts who gave it to you. When you or, yeah. or when you picked this up and at Ron a certain and I place. bought most of the ornaments together in the 80s and 90s. I remember this you know, crap, you know. It's like I remember when I got this one, and oh, and this one gave me that back in this year, and it's just so cool. I love that. Me too. I'm the same way. Yeah, Please be, send me a picture. To, I want to see it. We have to be careful of some of the some of our ornaments uh, next week because we'll have a toddler in the house. Oh, be careful! Yes, you got to worry about them pulling the damn tree on top of them on top of themselves because mm-hmm. they love to pull. Especially the glass ones. Yeah, oh my they could, God, they break oh. so quick. Yeah, you got to be real careful. Yeah, my, I mean, hell, uh, we couldn't put the tree up one year because of our puppy. When Bentley was a puppy, he was so damn destructive. We knew we couldn't put that tree up. It killed me. But he was such a bad puppy. We knew it would just—it would have been a disaster. Yeah, yeah I know. Jules—he's just mischievous. He thinks it's all a game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <Good. laughs> yeah everybody year. in the neighborhood knows him. They all love him. He's got Aww, his children. He sounds so I take sweet, him in the Eddie. Store. He's gotten broke out three times of the yard. I should have called him Houdini. Oh, I would die. But thank God all the neighbors know him, and they love him, and they bring him back when he feels like the Oh, that's so cool. Oh, I always worry. I I have the fence and everything. I worry so much with the coyotes and the damn owls and the hawks. I mean, I have to watch them. You know, they're so little, and I have to watch them, and it's just. I worry about that crap. We have the, you know, we have like a six or a seven foot fence, but still, yeah. I know coyotes can jump them. Hey, hey yeah, even in the, the northwest, you got to watch out for the owls. They're so big, they'll pick up a little dog and go with it. Oh, the owls out here too—they can, or they can even yeah. stick their talons into them and hurt them. Oh wow! Yeah, I know. It's just—it's awful. And the hawks, same thing with the hawks. And they love the yeah. Yorkies. I saw one eyeing my Yorkie that one time. It scared the shit out of me. And I flew yeah, I and I grabbed uh, Bentley and I flew him up the steps. Like, I just knew. I was like, oh, I better get him out of there. Yeah, I knew one year. It was like we heard like some like a, a shot or something like that. And we didn't think anything of it. And then... Uh, we and then Chadwick came in the house and he started. Uh, you know how when dogs are hurt, they kind of start to lick that area. Yes, that's oh, what he was doing. Yeah. Oh, and no. some ass cat uh, shot him with the BB gun. Oh no! 
Oh, that's horrible. I mean, fortunately, he was okay, but I Oh, was that's like, disgusting. I was, I oh, was I'd be livid. Like, uh, I kind of posted something about that on Facebook, and I'm like, if I ever find out who did it, I'm going to kick their butt. Oh, big time, and, Teresa. <laughs> and, I'd want to uh, wring their really damn necks. Anyone that was like, well, if they do, I'll, if you do, I'll help. I agree with you. I mean, they're oh, all Steve, babies. You, Let's be you honest, out, you know. Steve, that, uh, Steve, did you point out that this is the third split vote this season? Was that you? Oh, is he, Steve, are you there? Did he get cut off? Did he get cut off? I don't yeah, think. Are you muted, Steve? Are you there? I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. I have myself muted. I forgot. I have myself muted. I do that um, all the time. I'll forget I'm on mute and I'll be yakking to you y'all, guys, and then I'll hear Jim going, "Kansas, are you there?" <laughs> yeah, no, I wasn't the third I wasn't split the one, vote of the season. I wasn't the one that pointed that out, actually. So uh, that's news to me. Yeah. Yeah, we have a long-haired uh, chihuahua, and uh, every time we Aww. take the dog out, one of us has to, uh, you know, actually uh, go outside, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, you have to watch them. What's, what's your chihuahua's name? We just call him Jay. Oh, that's cute. I call mine yeah, little I shit. I hate oh, that. How could you call your baby little shit? <laughs> I thought that's what Jim said his dog's name was, Little Shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what he Yeah, S-H-Y-T. That's right. <laughs> that's so bad. Well, no, ours is named, ours is named Remy after uh, Red Sox legend Jer- uh, Jerry Remy. But, no, he is still a little shit, though. Well, my little Bentley has his moments, but I, I'd never call him a little shit. Well, I will say when this. I get mad at him, I call him Mister B. Yeah. Well, this uh, this is actually kind of funny now, but it wasn't at the time. But a few years back, I ordered a, I ordered food, had it delivered. Chadwick runs outside, and I'm chasing after him for a good five ten minutes. By the time I get got him in the house, Penny or Yorkie <clears throat> ate my food. Oh, Did my she God. really? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, I remember one time one of Mike's collies got into our pizza. It was so funny. <laughs> and cheese all over its gums. <laughs> And Mike was screaming at this dog. He was so mad. It just cracked me up so bad. We uh, we ordered uh, Pizza Hut last night, and it was, like, dried out and, like, it was overcooked. And you know it's bad. No, you know know it's bad when even the dog dog won't eat it. it. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. You know I'm talking about you. <laughs> I love the name Chadwick. I think that's too cool. I like it too. That's a great name. 
Yeah, he's right by me. And, uh, oh, so are mine. Both of mine are right here, too. They they go everywhere oh, I Jill go. Jill follows me around constantly. Yeah. He's my white shadow. I bet they sleep in your bed, too. Am I right? He's laying yep. on top of me right now. See, when we first got married, my husband was not into that at all. He, you know, he wasn't used to sleeping with dogs, and now it's like after all these years, he would not have it any other way. <laughs> it's like we're family; we all sleep in the bed together. <laughs> I'll tell you what; uh, I had the best day at uh, work today. Today we got to wear pajamas. Get out of here! It's all right. Cool. No. Really? Yep. Was it like everybody, the teachers and the kids, and this was just like wear your pajama day or something? Yeah, because it's like they're doing 12 days of Christmas, and and it's based off of, (laughs) and it's like a theme for, like, certain movies and stuff, and... And today it was, I believe, Christmas story, so they were like, wear your pajamas. Oh, that's so funny. And then tomorrow it's ugly sweater day. My kids had their pajama day, I believe, a little bit before, uh, a little bit before Thanksgiving, I think it was. That's nice. I forget when. We didn't have cool things like that when I went to school. Yeah, now, the, only time, the only time uh, we had anything even remotely like that was in high school, and it was uh, homecoming week. Hey, uh, well, I guess, you know, there's one thing that I've forgotten to mention here. Uh, Survivor Canada is now finally getting their own version of Survivor. Yeah, oh, right. true. I saw that. Apparently, uh, apparently they're doing a uh, a French Canadian version of it uh, that'll be based in Quebec. I think it says here. Uh, so, wait a minute. Uh, yeah, they've uh, they've acquired the rights to adapt it for French Canadian viewers. So they will now uh, have their own version of it. Uh, it'll be very interesting to see how they do it in Canada because I believe in Canada it's a much different uh, it's a much different you know. Uh, landscape and atmosphere out there as opposed to unless they're going to unless they're just going to uh unless they're going to bring French Canadian uh citizens out to a uh to a to a remote place like Panama or whatnot. Well, speaking of Canadian, it will be interesting if Erica wins because she is Canadian. Well, yeah, she would be the first ever Canadian winner for the U.S. version. And it would fit really well with uh, 
uh, you know, the timing of the announcement of a French Canadian version, if a can, if it comes off of the news of a uh, first time Canadian winner. Well, I will say uh, that. Yeah, I'm real curious about Australian Survivor that's filming the latest one. I, I, I'm not getting much spoilers on it, though. The only spoiler we got was from uh, Jim saying that Sandra doesn't make it to the merge. I'm surprised well, after she quit sense. Survivor that she oh, would be she asked to come back. Yeah, I am she too. She quit. Or, or okay, never mind. I, I, uh, I, I, uh, what's it called? Understood that wrong. Uh, you're saying she quit, meaning that she, you know, she quit Winners at War. Uh, I'm not surprised because she is technically still a Survivor legend. So if they need something to draw in people uh, over there in Australia, you know, they had Russell Hans, who they considered to be a champion uh, on the champion tribe. So quick, it was pitiful. Even yeah, though they got, they got in that fast. It's he's a great a, he's a show. Champion. I mean, if y'all can pull up the episodes of any Australian Survivor, I mean, it is hardcore. The challenges are wonderful. The cast are great. The editing's great. It's just they're great to watch, all of them. Yeah, but he, he's, a ch- he's a champion, and yet he never even won a season. Champions are supposed to be a win- winners yeah. of seasons. No, they made him look like a buffoon in Australia. He he got voted out pretty quick. Well, I think it was think like a Redemption Island where they threw a challenge just to get him out. No, this one's different. This one's this one's different because in Redemption Island, he didn't parade himself around with an idol saying that he wasn't going home because he has the idol. And then he ends up putting it around his neck at Tribal and not even playing it. And they vote him out. Yeah, like they did in Australia. I mean, that is probably more embarrassing than, you know, having an entire tribe, uh, having an an entire tribe throw a challenge to vote you out. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Or uh, having two idols at the final six and not playing either of them. Oh, wow. I just was looking at that picture y'all posted in premiere of the congratulations to the final four, five. It's really interesting. The three that are highlighted are Xander, Erica, and Heather. Whereas Ricard and Deshaun are in the back in the dark. Isn't that interesting? I wonder if that's a a telltale. Hmm. Interesting picture. Because their three are highlighted. You can see them clearly in Ricard and Deshaun. And Deshaun is definitely in the dark. Ricard is just kind of in the back. So maybe that's our final four. You're right, Steve. Maybe it is Ricard doing fire against Erica. Could be. 
Well, I will say and this. Also, gameplay, Ricard has played a good game. Yeah. But he, but uh, I don't want to see him win because he's a douchebag. He's a true villain. I'm I'm still sticking by what I said earlier. The way they edited him last night, they edited him to be more of a final obstacle to the eventual winner as opposed to actually being a potential winner this season. You're right. You're right. Because mm-hmm. I, there's never, uh, at least from what I can recall, there's never been somebody who was edited the way he is, the way he has been that to have been such a threat that has been able to run the table basically. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, no. Never mind. There was Mike. There was Mike from uh, from season thirty who was who was edited that way, and he was able to. Um, he was able to run the table the way that he did and ultimately ended up going on to win the season. But, you know, it's, it's just the way that he was edited. It's almost like they're, they're basically throwing it in our face saying he's not going to make the final three and whoever eliminates him is whoever is responsible for his elimination will be the winner. Essentially, so that's what yeah. made me think earlier. That's what made me think that, earlier. Maybe Erica pulls a uh, a Chris uh, Underwood by winning immunity, and then you know she ends up uh, she ends up giving up immunity so that she can eliminate her biggest threat herself by making fire. You're right. I think you're right. They just released the cast of 42. Yeah, they just released the cast. It just went out online. Huh. Well, I'll tell you one thing. You know, if season 42 is supposedly so much, they you know, they they love season 42 so much more than than this season. You know, there's got to be there's got to be something that you know that is done. You know, maybe maybe there's more gameplay. Who knows? Maybe maybe a uh, probe jammed so many damn twists into uh you know into uh season 42 compared to season 41 like for example you know do or die jim already did confirm that do or die will return for season 42 and who knows maybe the hourglass twist will be back again for 42 as well yeah jim said it is back yeah so it's interesting cast. You know, maybe maybe the season forty two cast, apart from the winner being a male, potentially, maybe 
the season 42 cast actually plays a lot different compared to this season's cast. Although, who knows? Yeah, you got two people from Canada on here. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be saying, I'd be saying, uh, thanks, Jeff, for, uh, you know, getting me uh, out of here with this uh, stupid twist. Yeah, you know that that phrase, if if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know, that's... Exactly. It's still... Yeah, they only released 11 of the members, not all of them. It's still probably going to be, you know, something that's going to linger on in the minds of, uh, of different Survivor fans out there. You know, the fact that we can't have a season uh, without, twi- without twists like this, you know, it's 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 almost like almost like I said that uh, that they want to they want to change with the times. They want to be more uh, more race inclusive and stuff like that. And yeah. You know, not just not just race inclusive, but they want to be. Uh, you know, they want to keep uh, they want to keep people on their toes and everything. It's just I don't know. You know, like I like I said in previous shows, it just isn't the same Survivor. You know, they must be doing. Uh, uh, they're trying to cover their ass by releasing the cast this early. That they because they know they're getting ready to get backlash next week, so they're trying to take uh, the spotlight off what's going to happen next week and get us going already on forty two to release the cast honestly, early. Honestly, that I don't even know if that'll. I don't even know if this will even help that. I, I think agree. they're still going to get the same amount of backlash, regardless. I think they're and actually, to once they see, days, you know, once they see, once they see what the makeup of this year's of this season's cast is, you know, if it's once again half black, half white, or uh, half people of color, half white, or hell, maybe there's more people of color and less white people, you know, especially considering a. Uh, you know, a conversation, or I'm sorry, a final tribal council that's circle that's circulated around race and gender. You know, it's ent- maybe it's entirely possible that some people may not even watch 42. It's, wow. they're, they're cutting the throats. It's a shame, guys. It's really a shame it's come to this. You know, it's kind of like uh, I'll bring it back to I'll bring it back to MTV. Uh, you know, MTV with real with all these reality TV shows and everything. Uh, instead of going with their homegrown cast of having you know uh, having real worlders, road rulers, or uh, members of the Fresh Meat cast, you know, uh, be cast for new seasons of the challenge. 
Instead, they branch out from all of these other different networks. Like they they they've brought in people from Survivor, people from Big Brother. Uh, they've brought in people from the MTV UK channels. Uh, you know, uh, to come to to come in and uh, and take part in the challenge. You know, the challenge that originally was the real world road rules challenge. It's it's like why why break or 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 why fix a formula that isn't broken? And, yeah. Yeah. Really. And how coincidental is it that both networks are owned by the same company? Viacom Media. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, really. Owns both MTV and CBS. Yeah. I mean, it's... it's it, You know, that's that's why now we've seen so many... Survivor and Big Brother contestants jump over to MTV now because you know obviously if they're not gonna if they're, if they're not gonna have an opportunity to go on to uh, to you know to uh, be a returnee uh, anytime soon for Survivor or Big Brother, why not have them compete in the challenge uh, where they can be on TV every single season and you know, not use our own homegrown talent. I mean, hell, that's why they created, that's why they created uh, all stars specifically on Paramount plus for their older, uh, their older players, you know, from the real world and road rules because apparently they're too old to be on the mainstream show now because they're not hip with the audience. Yeah. Oh, by the way, a majority, uh, another thing too, a majority of the people on the challenge now are black too. So yeah, there's that to also uh, sink your teeth into. Yeah, I know it. Uh, you know, like, like I said, who knows? Maybe, uh, Maybe Survivor 42, there will be a reason why, uh, you know, why it's loved so much, so much more uh, by production uh, than than 41 is. Well, actually, no, that answer is real simple. The winner is, the winner is male. And he's an art of black transsexual. Yeah, who knows? Could be. <laughs> I mean, it would definitely create uh, create good press because <laughs> you know that's the one thing they look for now after the uh, last black transsexual uh, whitelist. <laughs> after the last Moonves incident, that's the one thing they look for is uh, is uh, good press at any any uh, chance that they can get. And back to I forget I forget who it was. Was it you, Eddie, that talked about uh, uh, Julie Chen still being uh, still being employed by CBS? Yeah, I did. I mentioned the reason. I think the reason why they did that 
is just because it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like uh, Survivor with Jeff Probst. There isn't you know Big Brother without Ju- without Julie Chen. There's no Big Brother. You know, like nobody could nobody could see anybody else hosting uh, CBS's version of of a uh, of Big Brother if it wasn't Julie Chen. I think I brought it up to uh, Jim last week, and I said, if they do happen to get rid of uh, you know Jeff Probst, or if he says, you know, I've had enough. I can see somebody else uh, filling his shoes. I really can. Yeah, I could too. (laughs) Me too. I mean, probably they would be grooming Boston Rob for that. I would assume. Yeah, that would be great for him. He'd be actually decent at that, I think. Yeah, he would. I mean, hell, they have him doing other stuff for CBS now. Tony would make a good guy to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. If he would would even want to do it, that is. Well, they could make such a great offer. I mean, how could they refuse? Well, he's got a family and uh, he's got a wife and four kids, so. The right amount of money, you never know. Well... You never, never know. You know, like Jeff Probst, he don't have any. Uh, well, that I that I know of, anyway, he doesn't have any kids. He's he probably does from a marriage a long time ago, but uh, I don't see him having any kids like Boston <laughs> Rob has. <laughs> You know, I still I still hate that um that Survivor has gone down to twenty six days from thirty nine. Yeah, I didn't say. I I understand it because of the pandemic that maybe they don't want everybody out there as long as as they used to, but it seems like it's gonna be a permanent fixture now as opposed to you know, a one-time thing. <clears throat> it sounds like it's going to be a permanent fixture, and I just I don't know how to take that because part of the part of the show Survivor is to outlast, and you know, being out there, being out there twenty-six days is a lot different from being out there thirty-nine days. Uh, it's yeah, kind of really. like big. It's it's kind of like Big Brother. Like, yeah, okay, you lived in a, uh, you know, a uh, house for a month, as opposed to living in a house for ninety nine days, which was the highest. Oh my God! They, uh, just, they, they just released the race, racial backup. Uh, the first two tribes in forty two were three blacks and three whites. And the the third tribe is is four blacks and two whites. So that means there's six 
10 of the cast members are black on 42. Oh, boy. Here we go. I just, I just found yeah. it. So 10, so 10 and 8. Here we go. Ten of them are black. Get ready for the gigantic shitstorm. I think, uh, yeah, CB. I think CBS. Uh, they've got a problem coming. They've got a problem. And you it's know they may. It's become what they're going to do to it in '42. It's a shame. For ten black cast members. I mean, that's ridiculous. That right there pretty much tells me that, you know, CBS is uh, is jumping all in with trying to appease, uh, you know, trying to appease people, basically. with the whole Black Lives Matter and equality and everything, uh, that's more than, keep, uh, if, I, if I recall, that's more than 50%. Yeah. It's supposed to be, it's supposed to be 50-50. That's more than 50%. It's not. It's, a 70, it's 70, what is that, 10 to 8? I don't, you'd have to do the math. Uh, that's about five out of nine. So, wait a minute. Ten of them are black and eight of them are white. And two of them are Canadian. That's how they've, they're setting it up, they're saying. So that's about 55% of the cast is colored. Don't use that word, colored. Basically. Fifty-five percent. I'm telling you, I think they're I think they're opening up a can of worms. I think they I think they really are opening up a big can of worms with uh, with what they're dealing with here. Fans aren't going to be well. The fans are going to be very, very split down the middle. And just going to wonder, I don't know why nobody's watching. We've, uh, you know, I've I've made it as, uh, you know, exciting, uh, you know, as I can. I can see him saying that. <laughs> people, are, people are still going to be watching. No, there are people that oh, are definitely yeah. still going to be watching. But not as many. Yeah, I mean, let me look. They rose from last week's uh, rating this week, so they did gain viewers compared to last week's show. But you know the the way the way these uh, the way these shows go, the way the ratings go, and everything, it's going to be up and down, up and down pretty much the entire season. I mean, it even beat Masked Singer last night. Not just Whoa. in uh 
not just in the rating, but also in the total viewership. Uh, Matt Singer was fabulous last night. Well, they got beat out by Survivor last night. Wow. In both ways. Because Survivor had a point a point nine rating for adults eighteen to forty nine years old, uh, which was tops for the night actually. Um, when it comes to uh, Wednesday primetime ratings uh, for all the for the major networks, basically, and. Uh, actually, they lost to Chicago Med in viewers in viewership. Chicago Med beat them in in viewership, but uh, they came second in in viewership for uh, for the eight o'clock slot. But, anyways, uh, we got about nine minutes to go. We got about nine minutes to go on tonight's uh, tonight's show. Yeah, um, we're surviving. Turning out to will... be the Titanic. Yeah. You know, it's it's like the Titanic. It's just going to sink if it keeps up. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's just not looking good. Well, Steve, please tell Jim. I hope he's doing well. I hope everything goes yeah. okay. Oh, I will. Him. Our prayers are written for the test yes, tomorrow. Yes, please. Yes, prayers are out for him. And he'll, at least he'll know quick. If they do the test, he'll know pretty quick what they find. That'll be Yeah. Good. Yeah, with Let's any pray luck, they hopefully don't find anything, nothing, y'all, uh, you know? Yeah, hopefully, hopefully they don't find a hidden immunity idol. A hidden immunity idol. <laughs> Hey, who knows? Maybe it was planted there by Probst. <laughs> yeah, like on the first night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'll get me on that one, I'm sure. It's just a shame, y'all, what this game has turned into. This was such a great game. It was so organic. It was so cool. Why did they have to ruin yeah. it? It's very frustrating. Oh, yeah, another... You know, another another sign about about uh editing manipulation. Danny supposedly was not the one who actually cared about how many women were left in the game, nor did he want to uh, throw a challenge to get Erica out. Yet the editing told us something different. Told us the opposite. That Danny was the one who cared about getting about how many women were left in the game, and he was the one who cared about throwing a challenge to get Erica out. When yet why Danny would they, I mean, why would anybody? Opposite. Why would any guy care? Seriously, come on. Not that many men would care. But how many women were left in the game, or whatever? They wouldn't give a damn. Well, I'm talking about I'm talking about when it was uh when they had that whole thing pre jury 
or pre-merge when they saw guy go after guy after guy after guy after guy go, and they were worried uh, that it would just continue to be guys going, and, uh, and then once they hit the merge, the women would severely outnumber the men, and then the men could just get picked off one by one. But well, know, they would the, keep the well, They the would want that. that episode, they would care about. They would want the women. I thought the way it made it sound was they'd want the women to stay in. That they care about that. Yeah. Oh, it'd be good for a woman to win or something bullshit like that. And it's like no way. Well, the first the first episode they pointed us that it was going to be a woman season. That's going to be a lot concerning. Yeah, women. I remember that. And I remember you guys talking. Remember, about I even that. I even pointed that out. I said, you know, it, it looks like the woman's going to win it this season, just from the first episode. But uh, that was the only thing I saw, really, in the edit in the first episode. It was so slanted toward women that I went, it looks like a woman's going to win it. I mean, as a woman, I would love to see a woman, you know, winner usually. But for me, it's just neither Erica nor Heather feel like, yes, I just, I, I don't feel it. Yeah. Well, I would it, rather see and Sander. Yes, those are the game. best. One of them deserved to win the game. One of those three should have been the winner. Or Danny. Absolutely. So Danny, Deshaun, uh, Ricard, or Xander would have been the perfect winner for the season. Any one of them. But, uh, yeah. you know, and, uh, and not, Ricard's played a good game. I don't might not like him where he's standing, but he's played a good game. He's playing a damn uh, good game, yes. He's playing a yeah. winner game, for sure. And, you know, if Erica or Heather wins it, it's because the jury is so full of piss and shit that's that bullshit. it's ridiculous. And that, and that makes me sick and because of Shan. Because we were told that last week, that Shan was the yeah, one Shan. that just manipulated everybody. And that well, makes me Leanna so mad. Too. It's the both of them together. And if you saw the last, every tribal council watched, Liana, Sean, and Evie are right next to each other. They got their heads in each other's laps. That sucks. So you, they're going to do a routine. And that's why they're being so nice and sweet on all their interviews right now, because mm. they're going to be utter little bitches. Well, hey, wow. Well, well, hey, I'm I'm just I'm just happy for uh, I'm happy for Nasir right now because at least at least he's getting some reinforcements with uh, with Danny coming into the jury now, because he was severely outnumbered uh, four to one. Wow, yeah, really. gender ratio. Yeah. Exactly. Well, the, it, we're, we're told that two votes don't go toward the winner. I bet Danny's one of the two votes. Well, it depends on who the other two are. Uh, obviously, Xander, you know, Xander isn't. Uh, but you know what? If if Erica ends up being the winner, I could understand Danny not voting for Erica because he did say that him and Erica did not have the best relationship out there even though they were on the same tribe. And then Deshaun, so if he's on the jury, definitely Deshaun would be the second vote that didn't go toward Erica. Well, yeah, especially considering after he uh, after he tried to blow up her game, uh, when instead he ended up uh, blowing up his game right in his, right, right in his face. Um, you know, I still, I still would not be shocked at all if, uh, part of the information was wrong, and Deshaun 
ends up being the first uh, the first boot come for, uh, for finale night next week. I wouldn't doubt it either. I, I mean, there because I would not doubt it. I think you're I right, Steve. Either, I think it's going to be a showdown for Final Four and Xander and Ricardo and Ricard and and Xander's going to win it, and Ricard's going to have to do fire with Erica, and Erica beats him at fire. Wow, that's like great. Erica, or like I said, Erica wins immunity. She gives it up, and and beats Ricard in fire. And you wonder what kind of questions are going to be asked uh, next week also. Oh, man. Honestly, yeah, J.B., exactly. can you imagine? <laughs> well, we know, you know I'll, tell you one, I'll tell you one thing. Next week's, uh, next, next week's recap show, which will be the final, probably the final recap show of the season, uh, you know, barring any, uh, any other plans that Jim might have, um, we're probably going to have a lot to digest. <laughs> and talk We're going to be getting cut off any second, guys, just to let you know. Any second, a lot is an understatement. <laughs> a uh, lot is an yeah. understatement there. But, wow. uh Anyways, thank you, thank you, everybody, for joining me tonight. Um, we thank will you, be okay. back. We will be back next you did Thursday for the. Uh, he did. He did an awesome job. Enjoyed the we'll, show. We'll be back next Thursday for the uh, for the finale edition of the uh, recap show. Uh, obviously, join me this Saturday for Sports Whispers Weekly, uh, where I'll talk nothing but sports for a full three hours. Hopefully, not by myself. Oh my God! Um, <laughs> but well, thanks uh, everybody. It was great to be with all of y'all tonight. Big yeah, hugs good to talking everybody. to everybody. You guys were great. Same here. Same here. I always look forward to every one of you. Such a blessing. I do Thank too, so Eddie. Much. Me too. I love my friends yep. here. 